Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned in with what I am. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am, as I am. And my G still pumping. So on the coast, you know that my dojo coach came over. So you are listening that is, of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, July 5th, 2017. I am your host, Travis Bryant. And uh, with me on the huge is my main man, uh, Cameron Hawkins. Uh, Cam, what's happening? Well, how's it going, man? Doing good. How are things? Oh, yeah, everything's uh, going just fine. Awesome. Sounds sounds good. Uh, are you still on your break? Or I mean, no, school, I'm, I'm uh, definitely at work today. And it was it was a blast. It was so fun after all these days of partying and drinking yeah. and being out the sun. It was fantastic. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, go ahead and give out all of the pertinence before we get get going. Uh, we certainly got a lot of topics to talk about, so. We'd like you to chime in and to talk directly to Cameron and myself. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. If you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed, so you can sneak one in during the uh, you know, two and a half or so hours that we're on live, and we'll uh, and we'll get to it. Oh, and uh, just let us know if you want it, if it's a non-VIP, be specific, uh, so I, I know which part of the show to to read it in. So, yeah, so uh, hit us up on the email tip, eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com, eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter is another way to get at us. You can find the show at eastcoastcast, twitter.com slash eastcoastcast. And uh, got some conversation over there. Nice poll numbers, which we'll get to. Um, so, yeah, uh, at East Coast Cast once again. And you can find my personal Twitter, at TravLord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. And that's C-E-E Hawk. Where is the damn thing? Here it is. Hmm. Wow, nice numbers, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and... Um, I said email, Twitter. Oh, Facebook. Facebook's the last bastion of Get Adage. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch, and you'll uh, you'll see the page. Uh, and shouts out to Leo Smith. Oh, wait. I talked about Leo last week. Yeah. Wrestler, hillbilly, gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, shouts out to Leo Smith again. 
Um, so yeah, so share the share the page on your timeline. Tag your wrestling pals in it. Uh, let them know about the page and the show, and you know how it all works. So, Cam, poll results, headlines. What we got? Yeah, I think the, the headline for the week is definitely, uh, you know, going into the Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view. Um, Brock versus uh, Samoa Joe versus Brock, I should say, is that a very, very strong build-up. Um, I think both guys look really, really strong. Both guys look tough and serious. And, you know, they're building a fight in a way that I think they probably haven't built in some time. It's a shame it's on just the most off-brand shit ever. Uh, but... Uh, you know, I think we're all looking forward to, you know, a, a strong, hard-hitting wrestling match. I can't think of, you know, a main event they've had outside of a WrestleMania event that, that's been – that people are looking forward to, you know, like this. And when I say people, I mean the quote-unquote purists, you know. Um, yeah, just uh, the fantastic build-up. And, and I think – And I think they've um, done a, a good enough on, job that other people, everybody else is hyped too. Yeah, I think everybody, everybody's excited for it or at least reacting positively. And I think, um, you know, that, that how how well it's been built up, I think, really influenced a poll that if, if you run the same poll once the match is announced, probably isn't it strong. And, uh, you know, it was basically, um, you know, who's going to win the Universal title match at Great Balls of Fire. And I think, um, and this may have swayed a little bit, but it was two to one Brock. It was, it was, uh, Yep. 64, I mean, I exactly. 36, uh, when I saw it. 67, so, yeah, um, 33. Okay, so still pretty close there. But, yeah, I think, um, you know, I think that goes well for how people view more Joe, you know, and the thing that's going into it. Everybody's like, oh, well, you know, Joe gets a look, but everything's building to Brock Roman, either SummerSlam or WrestleMania or whatever, so there's no way Brock's going to lose. And now, you know, people who are, you know, more or less informed about the inner workings of reference seem to think that, you know, Joe's got a fighting shot. So, uh, so yeah, I think that's, uh, that's a good jumping off point. Yeah, this, and someone wrote in to Wade with an Ask the Editor question and, and brought up something he's He's actually talked about, uh, you know, a lot over the last decade or so. With This should have been – this would have been the perfect – and I know there's logistics and all that, and, he, and Wade talked about it in his in his answer to that guy's email. Um, but this would have been the perfect pay-per-view to call Lesnar versus Joe. Yeah. That's the name of the show. <laughs> WWE, yeah. Lesnar versus Joe. No reason to uh, no reason to brand. Yeah, we don't need some type of weird like gimmick just so that we can put the graphics out there in the world. But, ooh, we can make cars look shiny. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it which it, means nothing. You know, like it's it just what is that? Like okay. Oh yeah, it's just it's look how just good the I theme. am. Like, I guess that, that's like the skin on like uh, like your your phone or. A website. Don't put a skin on your goddamn Trapper Keeper is what it's like. It literally <laughs> exists to be, you know, to be cool but the same. Like, it's dumb. And I think even in the it poll, is. I put the horribly titled Great Balls of Fire. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, it this is arbitrary as shit. But, like, and, and it, it doesn't take away from what 
Joe and Brock are doing. But every time somebody says that's the show they're fighting on, I cringe a little bit. Like, it's dumb. It's dumb. But, you know, nothing. Because I think this match is going to be this good. Like, I don't think it's anything to get super hung up on. But, uh, but yeah, I think uh, there's going to be a lot of eyes on that. I think people are going to see a style between two guys they haven't seen in a while. Because, again, like, it's, you hear how Heyman talked about Joe. And it just, you know, he seems to have just such such profound respect for him and his ability. And, uh, right, and then you see the actual physical like interaction, and it's like, oh, That's, I mean, he still can throw Joe. He's still big and strong, but Joe mm-hmm. can kind of do the same back. And yeah. with Stan, it's, it's, yeah, and, they've, and, like, it's those just talking good shit, like, you know what I, mean? what I was concerned about, and, and I've been, like, pleasantly, like, wrong about this, but I thought that the height differential between the two would would be an issue when they go toe-to-toe, blow-for-blow. But then I remember Brock's not as tall as I think he is, and Joe's not as short as I think he is. Right. So I mean, they're, like, an inch-and-a-half part. Especially when you don't fight standing straight up. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it looks, exactly. it looks good. Um, but, yeah, I think that's – I mean, that's got to it, – it's weird to say this in a match where – you don't expect to see a whole lot of catches, catch can, and reversals, and you know, dies off ropes. But like, definitely has a shot to be like, you know, a, a top top ten, top five match of the year for WWE. Um, yeah, so 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 looking forward to it. Um, I think another thing I want to put out there. Uh, before we get too deep into everything, if you maybe just watch Raw or kind of read up on, you know, what's happening, if you don't get to go back and look at anything, if you get a chance, please go watch Styles versus Chad Gable. Like, if, if you've been, like, you know, I went back and watched uh, night one of the uh, of the G1 special on Hexus, and that's really, really good. But, you know, if, if you want to see quality WWE, Catches, catch can, amateur style, um, you know, hold for hold wrestling. Watch Gable and AJ because it was really that good. Uh, I, I can't say enough about it. Like, we always knew how good Gable was, and he yeah. just looked like a million bucks in there with AJ, and AJ showed him the utmost respect after the show. So, yeah, if you haven't seen that. Yeah, I was about to say, he put him over uh, on Talking Smack. He put him over on Twitter. Like, he just was praising him the whole night, like. Fam, this is uh, yeah, this guy here. Yeah, get your game up, Jordan. Fix <laughs> broken. Do it quick. You don't want to get left in the dust. But uh, but yeah, so so find that match, seek that out, please watch that because it was really that good. Um, yeah. Uh, the chat room is open, by the way. Uh. Yeah, um, yeah, SmackDown, I didn't see, I still have to go and see that, watch that match itself, because I didn't see the, uh, first, I don't know, 40 minutes, uh, of the show, uh, you were busy, but Smack. but what I did see was, uh, was, was good, I, I got to hear the rap battle, I was driving home and had it on, had the show on 
uh, on my phone. So I just kind of <clears throat> listened to the, the, the rap battle, and it was good. I, I mean, I thought that was very well done. Oh, man, everybody. And everybody. Like, like it was just like, ah, man, I hope this just isn't some cornball shit, man. Like, like oh, boy. You know, but it's like, oh, no, you know, those, like, looking back on it, you're like, you know what, I should have realized, like, those people, in, those three entities involved, Uso's New Day, Wale, wasn't going to, like, that. come through. Like, if, 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 if Wale, which I assume, you know, Wale had to write the whole thing, you know, as the writer, as the rap, you know, like, well, he would be the, like, I wouldn't even, whatever. Like, even if you had to do that, I, it's not going to be, like, but, like, you, like it could be. Like, it has the, all the potential to be. But it turned out to, turned out real good. And yeah, I, then Wale, like, kind of ruins his credibility at the end by saying New Day won. Like, they, 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 they did. It wasn't handled nope. well. Like, we needed, the, the Usos would have had to do more and maybe the rest do a pull apart. And then declare new day, new day the winner for the Usos violating the rules. You know, like. <laughs> but, but still, I think we're on a um, technicality. Yeah, like the crowd was was really really good. Um, they responded yeah. on cue to the right things, which is you know I guess you need that to happen. Um, and I thought I thought, you know, Kobe was was good, and I haven't seen him really in that you know, in that. Uh, you know, particular, you know, situation. I, I thought his raps were pretty good. Of course, Xavier was good because it, it fits his comedic timing. Like, he, you know, battle rap isn't really done to a beat anymore. Like, that's not the high price table you battle, so it was good. But then, like, the Usos were just crazy impressive. Um, they were just really, really good. Uh, and I was like, I got on Twitter, and I was like, y'all didn't, why didn't you shut down me? The Usos served the damn new day. Why didn't you tell me they killed them boys? But, yeah, hey, it was all around though, it was it was done really really well, and I think they and and like the way they and there was a bit of a gimmicks and there was a little I don't know I didn't see a ton of it, but there was some um, I think just inertia like you know that was that that rap battle was you know stupid or was corn like yeah that rap battle dot 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 if you can call it that. Dot 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 is the stupidest thing ever. Like, okay, like, yeah, okay, like, fam. Like, I don't know what, you know. Like, we watch two different things then. Yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, all right. Let's uh, let's talk to some folks. Looks like we've got a returning caller here. About goddamn time he could make himself available for us working and paying paying bills and living. Everybody trying to hear that shit. So anyway, let's bring on Shahid and talk to him in a little bit of shower oh, Nothing much. I hope you guys enjoying yourselves. Yes, I've been working and living and paying them things called bills. My apologies. Well, apology accepted. Yeah, I was, I was a part of the cam. I don't even worry about the other hosts, so y'all y'all can live. <laughs> but no, Cam, I heard you. I heard, yeah, I saw the text on my why and we tell you um, the new day basically washed him. It was like 
We told you you was drunk in the pool. You ain't here. Oh. Or whatever. I was I was actually out doing something. I couldn't watch it. I had somewhere to be. But yes, like that was. If I had known, I would have like rewound the DVR that night. It was really really good. Yeah, the whole setup was funny because one. The Usos come out like they no limit American Samoa division with like nine dudes and hoodies. Yep. And the new the new day come out like they had like I said they had Lil Yachty's album cover brought to life like we gonna have some fun. <laughs> A little bit. Of, <laughs> nah, they were there. Adam Rose and his uh and his Rosebud. And that's been the whole vibe since they've been beefing. Is like the new day that's been there like cracking jokes like everything's all sweet, and the Usos is like, y'all not taking it seriously, y'all gonna get washed. And it's been like that since they've been feuding. Yeah. Yeah, I will, yeah, I will say this. I was surprised, even though they kind of alluded before, that line about Xavier Woods being R-rated, like that's, and what it was pertaining to, that I shouldn't be too surprised. And they were like, repeat it. That's how to do it. They did it yeah, twice, but yeah. Like, but I was like, I heard that, and I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be one of those. It's like the Usos, like, they were practicing. And while they made that joke saying, like, it's, it's not fair, you guys are twins, how are they supposed to compete? Because they were on the same page, and it's easy to step over each other. Normally, it's like both of you guys, like, rapping at the same time, or, like, you rapped and I rap, And they mm-hmm. avoided that. Yeah, they were good. Like they were, if they didn't write that, if that was written for them, they performed it expertly. Like that was, you know, for, to not be a rapper and go out and perform it like that, like it was really good. Um, and then even like, well, like they said on the when they had to do it to slow it down, like that was really good. Like slow it down, and then he was like, "Hey, what do you say?" He said, "We're out here." Uh, we're out here like ninjas without a master, like samurai without a master. Ronin. He's like, slow it down. He said, I'm not using my cell phone internationally because why? Because it'd be Roman. Slow it down. Y'all need to get back to doing what y'all do best in this Aryan days for Roman. I was like, okay, that was good. You, you, you did your thing. Like, was like a, that was the line, was like, you know, that quote unquote won it. But yeah. It was good. It was good. It was, that was, no, uh, totally. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got to gotta go with what works. So, yeah, it was a yeah, good, just a good segment. A good long 10-minute segment, too. Like, that was, you know, it was, it was good stuff. Yeah, well, to their advantage, kind of like, you know, New Day's dad is Rikishi, who kind of, like, grew up in that. Yokozuna was notorious for wanting to listen to gangster, gangster music on the bus back in the 90s, so it's not like they haven't been around rap music or, like, rap culture. Like, you know, nope. they're not pulling it. They're not pulling it. Like, one of them not pulling Naomi being a damn cornball. So, this ain't a Cameron nope. thing. <laughs> hey, but your wife put you on Total Divas, though. <laughs> cash, them, cash them Total Diva checks. So, yeah, right? God... God God bless you. See, also, we need to point something out. Like, the New Day embarrassed themselves. This is what Dr. Umar was talking about. We need to nip this shit in the bud. But that's neither here nor Damn. there because we don't want to take we don't want to take that right on the Hotep lane and get lost. I'm sure somebody else will bring it up 45 minutes from now. But, um, mm-hmm. no, I'm, 
It's funny where it's almost a reversal of fortune. It's kind of like when the New Day first came up, they pushed the Usos out of the paint because they were like heels, but they were cooler than the baby faces. So, like, the Usos got pushed to the side, and now yeah. the Usos... Just as they were, after, you know, trying to get get Rev back up after that injury, after they actually were really clicking and, and doing their thing. Yeah, now the Usos are coming back, like, returning the favor after basically pushing America Alpha out the paint. And at least the New Day has enough charisma, and the fans like them enough where... For now, they play off well. They play off well with each other. I would just hope that it doesn't get to the point where it's like people notice with a new day and kind of like turn on them. Because even when they announced like new day was the winner, the crowd was was like they was not with that decision. Uh, yeah, because they didn't make sure that new day won. Like you know, said had better lines and were more consistent. They had the one like dope line, but. The Usos, Usos were better the whole way through. Like they kept, they had dope lines the whole time. So, yeah, it's something weird going on with the Usos. Like they're putting them against like comedy teams that are like popular, but the Usos are still getting cheered. Because first, all the stuff with I mean, Angle, like, they're that good in the ring, like it's. And they're that good, and, and they do like, they, even though they do heel stuff, it's so athletic the stuff that they do. Like, let's work on the knee, and then do a big splash on your knee. Like, you know, like my favorite team, the uh, the Young Bucks. Like, they're not. You do enough super kicks on somebody, like it's gonna be hard to boot. You know, it's just that's it's one of those baby face things. Like, if if uh, heels were running around doing atomic drops all the time. They get cheered too, you know, just by the nature of what it, what it is. So, yeah, they're, um, they're good, and they didn't have to adjust too much of their moveset to be effective, and I think, you know, people are people are respecting that. Yeah, like someone made a point saying that it's kind of like Arn Tully 2.0 where they work on a body part, but it's not boring. Like, it looks yeah. like, it looks vicious, but they're athletic enough. It's not like oh, they're doing a knee bar, it's a rest hold right. for four minutes, and then you get a tag. It's like, no, they kick your kneecap out and then splash you. Or, you know, they yep. they drop in your elbow and then super kick you in the face. Like, they got enough movement where it looks vicious. And they got credibility because they've been rest- they've been a tag team for a while. And it's like mm-hmm. you've seen them go up with that whole up and thing. So it's kind of like, yeah, and it's like, even on TV, it's like they make a big point. So, you know, the Usos may be this generation's best tag team. It's like they've been around the longest, more or less, and they're still around. They're still kicking. So they got that. Yeah, it's about time they get that defective. kind of push and recognition, like, to say that. Like, because it's tr- number one, it's true. It's like not like it's some, oh, well, they've got the, the seniority, so let's start saying they've, they're the best. You know, like, no, 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 they're – we, I think we were saying that on this show, you know, the, during that, like, really good run they had before the one got injured. Like, man, these, these guys are really good tag team. These, they're bringing it, and they were still doing the, you know, bright paint face and uh, smoke and dance and stuff. But uh, the crowd was really getting into them. Uh, yeah, and then the injury came and uh, derailed things for a bit. But, yeah, no, the Usos are, are really good. 
I mean, they got they got those that slammy. I mean, I think that really meant something. You know, yeah. fans recognize. You know, granted, tag team wrestling is a, you know hasn't really been on fire in 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 their whole run of the last you know eight ten years, but still, that ain't that that ain't their fault. Yeah. <laughs> Get up in an era where most of the tag teams were kind of makeshift. They were a real tag team, and they've been a real tag team, and they kind of like been through the lean gear. So now it's like tag teams are coming back, and they're like top guys on the mountains, and they're still getting pushed. So that definitely helps. And it's nice, and they don't have like that sink of, and they don't have like that jobber sink that some people have. Like you know, I like I've been around seven years. I was a bum for five of them, but now you got to take me seriously. It's like no. It don't work that way. But speaking of Darrell, and I know you can tell when something's <laughs> hot when you're going. No, not that Darrell, derail, not the person. You can tell when something's hot when you go on Twitter and you see like a gift from like six different people. That moonsault into the kick by Braun Strowman. I have never in my life Later. seen something like that. Like the, the timing involved, because like Apollo Cruz isn't a tall man, but he is not a small man. Like well, he is. I think what Apollo ball. did was not make a full, you know, not make a full rotation. Like I'm going to jump, basically backwards. I'm uh, you know, yeah. just going to jump in so you can do this. But he did it in a way where you, it, it wasn't obvious until you saw the gif and like watch it over and over again or watch it in slow-mo like oh yeah he he wasn't trying to make a uh, he wasn't trying to turn you know uh, yeah. thank thank god yeah man it was yeah i, I couldn't I, yeah i was like they he, and he sold the shit out of it because i swore i was like oh his his whole neck and shoulder you know but that's what all those muscles and shit are for but you know i'm like his whole clavicle and shit it's just busted and then Braun came and grabbed him by the arm I, I that he you know fell on but he, obviously he's fine or hopefully he's fine uh yeah spot of the for a while we're going to remember that that'll be a yeah, like uh, slamming oh my god moment or some shit yeah he he legged yeah. like a grown man out of midair basically it's ridiculous Mm-hmm. Like that's that's tough. Like you know, like throw two hundred pounds up, lay on your back, and then kick it, and then like that's 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 that is extremely difficult to do. And considering the fact, like he made it look easy. Like I made the joke saying, if there was a case, he flew. He flew. Like Braun is. People talk about how strong Braun Strowman is. People don't realize. Like no, Braun Strowman is. Like Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, strong. Like he ain't like a strong yeah. guy I can hold up with a suplex for like ten seconds. He's strong. Like I could pick up a cow. Um, strong. Yeah. Like I might crush your cranium. <laughs> mountain style or yeah, mountain style. Yeah, and, and it'd be and, six damn nine, six ten with all that. And so the leverage, God damn, it's just yeah, he's yeah. yeah. Real life freak of nature. Yeah, like he's strong and he's fast, and 
I'll say this. I'm out of the great ball. Those two matches I'm looking forward to. Like, I'm definitely looking forward to, like, Joe versus Brock. You guys already talked about the reason why. Because they finally built somebody that's like, he's not afraid of he's not afraid of Brock. He can jump Brock, and it looks believable. And it's not like he needs a chair or he needs a gun or he needs dark Maybe magic. Maybe he jump Brock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No weapons, no – yeah. Remember seeing the jump Brock back in 03 came – Came through with the, t- the gimmick two by four. T- uh, it looked good, but I hope it was gimmick. The gimmick two by four to the to the back of uh, Lesnar with the injured ribs. So fresh faced Lesnar and Cena. Um, but yeah, straight up or you know from behind, but whatever. Still bad guy. Um, and 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 held his own. I mean. Yeah, and then the one time he does start frothing at the mouth and getting all yelly over the top. It's the week before, or you know, yeah, six days before the match. And was was it something specific that set Joe off when he went looking for him? Not, it was just was it? it just, oh, no, the interview. They were doing the interview together. Yeah. right, right. Brock was just talking that slick shit. Brock, like, so it's like okay, that's fine. You know, yeah, Brock like Joe gets set, set yeah. off. Like Joe gets set off easy if you don't put respect on his name. That's just one thing. Like, but it made, but it made it sense. sense. You know, it's not like remember in TNA it was just screaming, 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 screaming. Like everything was just yelling, or you know, while he's wielding a damn machete, and it was just ridiculous. Like, all right, man. Like, but now it's, you know, he's always best when he's, uh, you know, cool Joe, like calculated Joe. So the fact that he hasn't, mm-hmm. we haven't really seen him that blow his lid like that verbally. Obviously, we've seen him fight and do all stuff physically, physical stuff. But yeah, to get all red faced and screaming and yelling and looking for Brock, that was made you sit up like, oh shit, he's, <laughs> you know, like man, they're doing a good job of making me doubt that Brock's going to retain. Like in the in our poll, I was like, ah, as much as I want to vote for for Joe, it's like I just. You know, I doubt that's going to happen. But man, they're yeah. doing a good job of making me believe that that they that they can, or that Joe actually yeah. has a chance. You know, yeah, like if Roman Reigns fuck around yeah, and like win by technical, you know, win and not. Nah, they can't do that to Brock. Or I don't know. That would make a rematch. That would. You do know, you want to see it again? Yeah. I wouldn't well. say, like, never say never because it's kind of like my whole thing is, like, if I wasn't, like, a quote-unquote smarty Internet fan and, like, if Roman Reigns didn't exist, I could easily believe Samoa Joe could beat Brock, like, the way they building it. Like, they building Samoa Joe as, like, this damn monster and, like, Brock, you know, because Brock's always like, until you beat me, I'm going to laugh at you. And he been getting choked out and been getting, like, like Joe shows no fear to Brock Lesnar. Like he's up in his face. Like, yeah, I don't. I'm jealous of your schedule, but I don't care about you. Like that's been his whole thing. Not like you know, I'm afraid of Brock Lesnar. I got overcome my fears. Like, no, I want what you got. Basically. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This. I mean, for a terribly named pay-per-view is is shaping up to be uh, uh, to be something. You know, we, we could be talk, sitting here talking next week about you know, is this the pay-per-view? 
I don't know. I don't want to go that far. You know, so pay-per-view in a year or anything like that. But on paper, I mean. I mean, they got a lot of matches that look like they'll be good, and they've been giving build-up to them. So. Right. And maybe but that's two, part two, of it. Like, wow, just getting something that they don't normally do or do consistently well. And they're doing it for a lot of, like, three different views. They're, like, culminating or, you know, feel like they have, uh, like, you know, big matches. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, two quick things before I go. One, yes, I also heard the same line, I'm, and I laughed when Michael Cole said, but somehow, you know, this plan made for, what was it, playing at four flats or something he said. And I heard that, and I'm like, didn't you remember, yeah, Michael Cole's from Houston. And every now and then he slips by like, yes, I'm from Houston, and I know Houston slang. But I heard that, and I'm like, I'm not used to hearing something like that from an announcer on WWE TV. So what's the line? And like, what's that? Oh, you don't remember? Oh, right, right. Because you don't remember. So, yeah, yeah, it was so, yeah, I don't know. I can't help you up here. No, it's something about the match. It's going to go down like a car on four flats or something like that. He said it a lot cooler than I'm remembering it. But it's like yeah, yeah, old yeah. slang, and I heard yeah, and I heard that. He just kept on. I mean, his wife's Mexican. Maybe that, you know, you know, he's around. Yeah, it's going down like four flats. People, <laughs> it's going down like four flats. <laughs> and I'm like, and then, and then the other thing, if somebody would have told me D'Angelo Williams had like trained for three years before he had his match, yo, I'd believe him. He was really good. He'd been training for like what six months, right? I have no idea. He was really good. That's he's still he's it, in the league. Yeah, he's yeah. a free agent, but he's still yeah. He's a, like he's a current, but wow. Like that's I was I remember people at first I saw it and like I heard people talking about I was like okay how good could he be, and then I saw the clips and I'm like, who was he like? Somehow lying, like who was he training with? Like you don't, you're not used to yeah. people in their first match looking looking that good. Like knowing not just the moves, but knowing where to be, knowing where the camera is, knowing how to place the crowd. Like he looked like a damn natural, like a like a real yeah. natural. He was really good. Yo, why is like, Kevin Owens decided... in the ring? He looks like he's twelve. What? God damn! Are you watching the the special? <laughs> it, maybe it's just like an extended commercial for. Well, no, it came on at six, so maybe it'll go till NXT comes on. But um, yeah, it's the beginning, you know. And they're showing him as a kid, like you know, on VHS tape, you know, camcorder type deal. And he looks like he's thirteen years old, but I'm sure he's at least sixteen. I mean. <laughs> for the sake of this, pro- <laughs> whoever, jeez, you know, thirteen, fourteen year olds training. That's that's yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, like you know, like Meltzer's not one to go in hyperbole, and even even he was like, you know, he's better than a lot of people you see after like a year NXT or two years training in New Japan. Yeah. You don't have a reason like big up. Yeah, and like, it's not just you know, oh he's a freaky athlete and can jump high and far and stuff. Yeah. It's like skit. No, no, well, did anybody see the match? In either of you two? I thought, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, so it's he's more really, than I mean, just 
it is some no, timing no, no. but no, it's, the timing was really good. Like he he understood what he was doing. Like when they were doing like arm drags uh, and hip tosses, and like his hip toss would get. Here's the thing: his hip toss would get stunted and reversed, and you're not supposed to be able to do that. You know, six like three months in the game, like right. somebody blocks your hip toss and you're stuck there. Like you're just, you're just really good. Like, basically, if I didn't know who he was and I saw that match, I was like, oh, this is a pretty good guy. Like, he may be somebody, you know, like, I'm, he has some good teaching. He may be somebody like a year. The fact that that's his mm-hmm. first match and he's, a football, and he's a football player, I'm like, that's, that's uncanny. Like, people made a big deal, like, you know, when usually people come in and they don't embarrass themselves. Like, Steve Mel hit, a, like, a drop kick and a splash. And like, oh, he looked pretty decent in there. He didn't murder anybody. D'Angelo Williams like he belonged in the ring. Like that's I was watching that like he did a damn frog splash on somebody on the table. Just be, just because they're in the match, <laughs> they almost, almost damn near broke almost damn near broke his neck because he jumped too far, and he landed basically head like he he basically landed head and shoulder first because he over he underestimated how far he was going to jump. What like his knees and crotch hit the hit the. Person and he kept going. <laughs> that's how I'm thinking. Basically, it was like he over, he kind of overshot the table, so the table didn't, and the table didn't break, which also didn't help. It's kind of like he lent, like he basically almost spiked himself. Still got, still got the pin. Made sure he covered, even though he didn't hook the leg. But shoot, like he he looked he looked extremely good. If if he wanted to be a pro wrestler like post football, he would he would definitely be. He'd definitely be welcome. Yeah, but post football and your knees are bad, and you're gonna to want to go and make, you know. I mean, why did he do it? That yeah, it's kind of like why did he do it? Why he do it for a TNA for Slammiversary? Like I doubt he did it for the money. Like, why right. first? I mean, oh sure, if it's just like, hey, I want to play wrestling, but wrestler's not trying to, you know be a part of that. Or it could just be a TNA situation and they're like, you know, whatever, we'll take any kind of or impact situation and just take any kind of Oh no global force is who you're exposure talking about. Your favorite squad. Yeah, we gotta give we gotta give props to Jeff Jarrett for just the ultimate scam like scam. Forget these Instagram shots on with these fifties and on the yachts, like no. They got shit on Jeff Jarrett. Like I wouldn't even, I don't even watch, I don't even want to watch Jeff Jarrett on my network. So I might watch it the next day. I figure out he owned my house somehow. Like nah, I ain't mess with Jeff Jarrett like that. Yeah, find ways to, to stay in business. It's ridiculous, man. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of like uh, the true like wrestling carny promoter thing, like? Maximum, you know, do as little as possible, you know, and you know, make money off of every little thing, including your name and a rep that. Uh, I mean, you know, outside looking in, just as a fan and an observer, just like, uh, how does he keep getting I mean, work? He created a show that nobody watched with a tour that nobody went to. 
and somehow just changed TNA. Like, okay, I, well, <laughs> you doing better? You doing better? What we doing? It's like somebody had a mixtape. Nobody listened to. We're in the Def Jam. Why don't you listen to this? And then two days later, oh, he run Def Jam. <laughs> like how the hell? Like how the hell does that happen? And it's just uh, like I say, pro wrestling. That's why they talk yeah. about carnies and marks because of stuff like that. So. Yeah, but oh, when well. there's like, you know, history like well documented that you can, like if Dixie Carter just was like, you know what, I'm just going to take the next three months to, to you know, I'm gonna start from whatever X and just get an in depth, uh, 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 you know, feel of the wrestling business as much as I can. You know, I think she would have done a lot better or specifically sought out every time she was going to deal with somebody like to, yeah, I guess that you know like go and find everything on that person that you can like all their press like their tendencies what are they doing like oh well, they're here they're playing the shit out of me oh they want to, oh yeah they're going to put me on TV involve me in the storyline huh so I'm like infatuated with you know all that Bullshit. Yeah, wrong. Like, do you think Dixie Carter knows what the term money mark is? Like, she has to by now, but, like, if you'd have told her that in, like, 07, and, like, look, <laughs> you have to understand what you are and how you're going to get played. Uh, money mark? I'm a financer. I'm a producer. What are you talking about? Mm-mm. I'm a yeah, like wrestling promoters and pimps probably learn from the same teacher because they act the same damn way. So, yeah, cross the damn street. But um, you guys definitely enjoy the rest of the show. I'll be listening to it, and I'll talk to you guys later. All right, man. I appreciate it. All right. It's, uh, uh, oh, I, chat room is open. I think I said it. Um, <laughs> jobber in the chat room. Not since Bret Hart at Survivor Series '97, nobody's gotten screwed worse than Usos after that rap battle. While A ranks up there with that, with Earl Hebner for most crooked officials. <laughs> uh, he also says he's glad to see Ty Dillinger still alive on SmackDown with Tanae Young. And Breezango's dumb comedy skits are starting to grow on me. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens' Blu-rays have already sold on Amazon after one day. I assume he means sold out. Yeah, yeah, in the link. Yep, sold out. Wow. Oh, yeah, he corrected himself. Sold out. That's impressive. Cameron, impressive sellout numbers. Anything? Here's something. Uh, my Kevin Owens. Job at this point. Name out a little smaller. I got. Oh wait, did I put Cam on hold? Sure did. 
Love yeah, it. thanks, Travis. Appreciate it, Travis. No, um, no, I mean Kevin Owens is a uh, is a guy who, uh, you know, I, I, you always think about the kind of back and forth between him and Jim Cornette. Like there were reasons that Kevin Owens wasn't supposed to be as successful as he's been, and he's just a great story of hard work and you know at least by today's standards has an unconventional look, but just has a, has an athleticism and a go to him that most guys don't have. Like dedicated family guy who genuinely cares about his friends. Like I, I hate to say people are good and bad without knowing them, but he by all accounts seems to be a genuinely good guy. Um, and that's the kind of guy that you want to see win. You know, like he's he's a great uh, he's a great Canadian story of American success. So yeah, salute to that. I did not until uh, today realize uh, how attractive his wife was. Very well done, Kevin. So he tweeted out a pic of like who he does it for, and it's like his wife and his two kids, and it's like okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's good stuff. And he just, I mean, even his WWE stint, he just has an authenticity about him that a lot of guys don't have. Like him coming in talking about how I hate that my son looks up to John Cena. <laughs> like he just, it humanized him so much. Like he just, he's just always been very good. Just. uh I wish the guy nothing but success. So, in the special features on the di- on disc two, uh, so this it looks like disc two is the all special features. Uh, WWE tryout match question mark. Well, <laughs> um, IWS Steve Carino, but one of them is no singlet. I wonder what that's about. I mean, well, I can assume it's probably the discussion whether he should should or you know drop the singlet. I'm interested just to see what that conversation was about, who it was with, like what, what company was he with when he was talking. You know, like, yeah. Can be curious. And then they've got two discs worth of. Oh, oh, oh. Special, this too is special features and has some matches. And this three has is all matches. And the Blu-ray exclusives. Owens Neville, Owens Zane, Payback, Owens Reigns on Raw, No DQ versus Rollins on Raw for the U.S. Uh, Universal title. Looks like a really good DVD. As the matches they have and and some of the special features. Superstar Inc. Okay, that segment I saw that already. Oh, unfiltered. Okay, yeah. So they have some stuff that's on the network that that we've seen already. But still, yeah. Cool. Um. All right. Let's. uh, to the northeast, let's talk to a good friend in Newark. What up? On Kylan. Kylan, what's happening? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? I'm oh, doing all right now. Yep, doing good. What's on your mind? Uh, let's see. Uh, to, to start me off here, I have some surprising background information on 
D'Angelo Williams. Okay. Believe it or not, I was informed earlier today that D'Angelo Williams had a shocker total of three days of training. What the? Kylan, don't come in here. Don't come on this show lying and telling stories. No, at Scott DeMore's school in Canada. Wow. What? What, BC, or that's not Scott. Is that his brother? No, that's in Chicago. Windy, Windy City. But, wow, three days? Come on. I'm not kidding. That's absurd. I haven't even seen them, but the fact that people, obviously, that I respect and I know know what they're talking about. <laughs> didn't you say, didn't somebody say, or you or she say, Meltzer said he looks like an NXT something? Yeah, like a year or two deep in the game. Really what? Good. Three days? Meltzer thinks you, you could be an NXT? Even if he meant... Spot shows not featured on TV. NXT. That's still. You're still a. You're a pro wrestler at that point. You're just. You're just figuring out. <laughs> you know who you are as a character, and and you know that kind of thing. Most likely. Wow. That's that's an.
but he declined because he he only wanted he only wanted to do it as a remembrance of his uncle, and he has too much respect for the business to think that he dare belong in the ring where other people have worked so hard. Right. I mean, that's that's nice, but, like, well, you still took, you know, the big payday or the 15th anniversary show and wrestled in the ring on that show. But, again, that's uh, neither here nor there. But it, I'm glad he acknowledges and knows that. No, that was, that was a pretty touching story. His uncle uh, was big into wrestling, and he said he, it was something he wanted to do for his uncle. His uncle passed, like, five years ago. And then, you know, outside of uh, a big thing about it, you know, uh, Le'Veon Bell had suspensions and injuries. And so D'Angelo Williams is in, like, you know, year 10, 11 of being a running back. But you can imagine, you know, the wear and tear on his body. Um, so he wasn't really going to be in, like, a big-time starting role anymore. Um, and that just kind of came up. But, like, again, I was impressed at how good shape he was in to be, you know, to be his age and have the miles on his body that he does and play through a lot of injuries. Like, uh, so, yeah, it's all around, like, cool story. It's cool that he has that respect. But, I mean, it looks like somebody has a uh, – a second, a second calling or a second career if they end up wanting it that late in the game. But usually you don't get a guy who's been around that long doing that much. So. Yeah, I mean, the Titus O'Neil kind of thing. You know, it's like it was just for Titus O'Neil, it was, he, it's something he needed to be doing from the, from 19 on. Like, he, mm-hmm. Titus O'Neil ain't going to pick this up at 34. You know, after playing – Football his entire young and adult life. Well, you know, like yeah, no, and that's why he's just not. You know, he's just not as as good as uh, as as we'd like him to be. Mm-hmm. So, even so. though the role that he's in right now, he is really really good at. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's amazing because he seems to have found his calling. Yeah, totally. But it's like his size got him like on the roster and continued at least trying something with him and kept him around for what is what's going on like it's you know seven years or whatever. Um, but now in that role, it's like, ugh. it's like, damn. He, if he was only six inches short and he didn't tower yeah. over everyone that was in his stable. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, I wrote a thing about about Titus Worldwide. I guess that's the name you're going with now. Um, and and is, is Titus, is the Titus brand, is that something a year from now that's like a real deal thing in a drawing, money-making stable on WWE TV? Yeah. So that makes the case for why that might be. So, yeah, go check that out. Uh, so, yeah, Kylan, any, uh, anything else? What else do we mind? Oh, oh, yeah, I have a question. My question for this week is on match finishes for Great Balls of Fire, and 
WWE Booking Psychology. In your opinion, what will the finishes be for Great Great Balls of Fire on Sunday since we see things like Roman Reigns be thrown in the back of the ambulance and Sasha Sasha Banks beat Alexa Bliss and Samoa Joe choke out Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Do, do you think WWE will finally go in the direction of those individuals going over to solidify them, or do you think WWE will stick to its typical reverse psychology of you've already seen this happen before the match, so there's no way we dare have them go over but you should know that if you've been watching that for a long time. Uh, I wouldn't. I don't. I. I don't think it. It would be a clean. I guess it could be a clean sweep from the matches that you mentioned. Alexa, uh, 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 she's not going to drop the title, um, and Brock's not going to drop. And what was the other one? Roman and Roman, right? Um, I guess that's the one. That they could, uh, and really that was kind of a t- you know they put Roman uh, Strowman getting up and getting on his feet over at the end, so it's not even a thing where oh Roman got the last word. It's like yeah, kinda. Uh, so I could see them doing exactly what they they normally do with the reverse psychology, and you know it's not even reverse psychology. I mean it's just it's just basic psychology. But they just, excuse me, do it so often and don't deviate that it that it becomes pretty predictable and you see it coming a mile away. Um, but yeah, I think all I think everybody retains and or the two champions retain Alexa and Brock and and, and, Brock. and um, which means. I don't know. I mean, that that match, anybody, either Strowman or Roman could win. Roman obviously yeah. has to win if he wants to go to SummerSlam, and you know, you just assume this is basically the number one. This is a default number one contenders match. Um, yeah. Who who do they have? Okay, let's 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 flesh it out a little bit. Who do they have for Roman next if Strowman gets the shot at SummerSlam and Roman has to wait until the end of the year or win the Rumble and WrestleMania? Who do they have for him to feud with? And and same for Strowman. Less, because he doesn't necessarily have to get into another thing. He can beat people up for, you know, whatever. Uh... What do they have for Strowman if if Roman wins and gets Brock? Either Cam or Kyle. The hell, man! What do they? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was gonna say I think um, 
you know, I would say some type of way uh, Nia Jax helps Alexa Bliss win that match. Uh, that's where exactly how, but I think that that's where that's going. I think, uh, you know, Brock wins by pinfall. I think, uh, you know, Rollins wins by pinfall some type of way. Um, let's see. Outside of that, uh yeah, Finn Balor and uh, Roman. Roman, I don't know. What is it? Balor and uh, Balor and Elias. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think that's Balor. actually. You know. yeah. Is that a match? Is that happening? Uh, I don't know. Great that. Um, I think I think the Hardys might actually get the titles back. Um, mm. but the way that's been playing out, they've been pretty much upper handing. So I think maybe they uh. Sheamus in his full gimmick now is like bingo, like that fits perfectly. Yeah. Like the sunglasses, the jacket, the damn kilt, all black, you know, all dark colors. Like yeah, it's. I want to yeah. be a cool guy one day. <laughs> oh, uh, um, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Kyle. One one more, I can't believe I forgot to mention this, but sadly, Tommaso Ciampa is out until late February or early March. Damn. Sheesh. February? Golly. That's that's a lot. That's un- that's a really unfortunate. So, uh, oh, you just telling us? Uh, I thought, yeah, that sucks. Well, it it came out yesterday, but I, did he have I, surgery? Yeah, I mean, I assume that's already been happening. Yeah, he he had the surgery. Oh, I guess he had the surgery, I guess, whatever, a month ago, and now they're probably doing the first, like, real evaluation of, you know, what can you do, how how does your leg rotate this way, that kind of thing, and then go, oh, yeah, this won't be healed for seven months. Man. I hope... I really hope, and I, and I have no doubt, especially in NXT with Triple H. But I really hope when he when he comes back, they uh, they remember. And this goes for the current the audience too. But I think they will. But I hope management like remembers what they were able to do. And I don't mean go back to it and try to reheat it or do it, but just remember what that guy was able to bring, and uh, you know. And hopefully he still gets a, a real deal shot, whether it's on the main roster or not. But that was, you heard the, the plans. So maybe maybe if he can shoot for WrestleMania weekend, you know, take over uh, New Orleans um, and, and – and 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 it be impressive enough that then he gets called up, you know, for the post WrestleMania stuff or soon thereafter. But uh, all right, cool. Appreciate the call, Colin, as always. 
Got another email. I think it's a VIP dip. Yep, Carlos from Florida. And so we got three VIP emails. So nine VIP folks. We got uh, an hour and a half, hour 25 minutes. Get an email in. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Let's let's talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, what's happening? What up? What's going on, good brother? How y'all feeling? Uh, doing well, sir. Doing well. Yeah, man. Sorry, the shit. We got a crazy, crazy rooftop. Fourth of July party at my night, y'all. So, did you get myself wait, oh, at your night job? So you were working, or were you able to enjoy? No, nah, I was working. Work? I mean, I got the, I got the mingle a little something, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure yeah. drinks was all over the place, and you got a little swiggy swig. Yeah, <laughs> a little night. sneaky, little sneaky swig, little couple numbers, yeah. you know. Moving in stealth mode. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you had a good time, sir. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. I, I would say at least about, what, 2,000 people up there at a minimum. And it was like at least five to, it was at least five to one for us on the female. Damn, so, that many women? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, definitely was. But yeah, you know, it's been a very interesting few couple of weeks of wrestling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people's perspective is kind of starting to change on the whole impact deal with it now being global force. I think it's you know it's more cute to advertisement for advertising, and then y'all paying. Do you? Do you foresee um, at some point being that Dixie's out of the picture and is Global Force now, do you see them somehow finagling? Because, you know, Jeff Jarrett and them, they're still good with those folks over there. So you think they, you think you sort of see them finagling themselves back on Spike TV? Oh, man. Hmm. Ah. I don't. Uh, I don't see. I don't see that happening. Um, if if for anything, it's because I don't think it was. I guess it wasn't. Well, Jeff Jarrett had to be a part of the problem the, the first time around because he was, you know. So I can't like say, yeah. oh no, it was Russo and 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 Dixie and like it's still the no, same. People like it's still, and is the global force really going to be the dominant name now? It's like so impact. Yeah, is it done. is. It's done. It's fucking, yeah. That's garbage. It's, it's, it's GFW. Is no, is the TV show itself is still Impact Wrestling, but it's GFW Impact Wrestling now. So who won the the Lashley uh, Del Rio match? Del Rio. And he was the what champion? He's he's now they're they're now saying the unified champion, but from uh, 
you know, how Meltzer put it that, um, and, um, you know, I read on, you know, PW Talk. Is he the Global Force Wrestling Impact Champion or some dumb shit? Yeah, he's the Unified Heavy World Champion. But I'm hearing that the uh, August 17th taping, that's when they're going to, because uh, Ed Norholm, you know, the dude that's the president, they ordered new belts. So they say at the uh, August taping, that's when the new belts will debut. That's when they're going to mm-hmm. debut the new titles. So, yeah, they're going all in. And I, and I think when that fiasco happened, when they got, Jared was out the, already out the picture. About 2014, 2013. That's trash. Whatever. Fuck them. <laughs> like, this place was a damn internet com- company. Like, you finally changed the name from in. Like, Impact is a has good cachet, not TNA. That's stupid as fuck. Yeah. They changed that when they first got on Spike TV in 05. They should have rebranded. And been like, look. But I saw that. Spike. Help us pitch in so it wouldn't have been as much. Hey, then it could have been a part of the deal. Help us rebrand. And, uh, you know, immediately it could have been Impact Wrestling Federation back then, IWF. Or, uh, yeah. 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 But I see that shit coming a mile away, though. Like, I knew he yeah. was, like, you know what I mean, working. You know, but there's one thing that, that worked your way back in, and then, like, Global Force Wrestling means nothing. Like, it doesn't have any kind of, it doesn't have 15 years. Again, at least 10 years, Impact's only been a concept for when they got the show on Spike TV. That's when they called, you know, TNA Impact. Yes. 12 years now. Oh, oh shit, you're right. It's 17. Yeah, 12, yeah. Well, well actually. Whatever. Global the first Force. because I was looking at it on YouTube and they and they have it up. The first impact was on Fox Sports Net. Oh right, mm-hmm. that's right, that's right. Mm-hmm. When they when they when they left uh, the pay per view model and went to Fox Sports Net for like a year, that was a weird year for them. They were dark. Right. They didn't have any. Sh- I mean, oh wait, was it? Uh, when were they? they were, at one point, I think they had that was no 04. TV. No, they no, had they didn't. no TV. Raven was the champion. All they did was pay per views, and you. Oh, they did TV, but it was '04 and it was all online. Like I was yeah. shit out of luck. <laughs> it was Fox Five, whatever the fuck. You know, like yeah, oh, it was Fox Sportsnet, and also like in in you know in the tri-state area, we were getting it. I think before. Uh, it was another channel, like, on our cable network. We were getting that. Like, that would come on NWA Wild Spot, and then they would show, like, the Bushido shit with the shoot fighting. Okay. We was getting that. Yeah, we was getting it. was very brief, though. I would say maybe they had about a two-month run, and then once, you know, uh, Raw went back to USA, that's when uh, – Spike got picked up. I mean, right, Impact right. got picked up by Spike TV. Because remember when it was first coming on, it was in like a Saturday night death slot. But it was cool because they put the tough rerun, like the Ultimate Fighter redo or something like, or something like that, on the uh, at ten to lead into the right. to Impact at eleven. Right. So they weren't getting the giant numbers that the Ultimate Fighter got during the week, you know, on Monday when they, I think they went against Raw. 
Big Show with a fucking tranquilizer. I remember this. Remember that? That's when they shot him and shaved his head. Shaved his head. <laughs> they shot him with a trank. Come like on. Like he was a fucking bear, a real bear or something. But he went down like, you know, uh, you know, he didn't just go straight down. He did the whole stagger around for 30, 40 seconds beforehand. I'd be like, look, fuck it. Y'all putting something in that good in that, uh, in that dark, fam. Yeah. <laughs> Hook me up. <laughs> Y'all want me to get in the characters and shoot me, shoot me with like a nice little, you know what I mean? And, you know. But was it just me, it fellas? Was it just me or was Joe kind of like circa 97 Stone Cold-esque Monday night? No, he's got that about him. Mm-hmm. He definitely does. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I but think, yeah, I think him. about it. 20 years ago, that's when, you know, the dude that was coming, you know what I mean, the killer game came 20 years later. And remember, Austin wasn't the first pick. He just lit the world, you know what I mean, on fire on his own fucking merit. The machine got behind mm-hmm. him once they saw you know, what was going down response-wise and seeing his merch and shit, you know what I mean? Shit like that. Because they were channeled in on Brett and Sean. Mm-hmm. Just like they, they channeled in on uh, Roman. Like, I think Joe was sneaking up, you know what I mean? And I think, like, the big wigs, the suits in there are really paying attention to this dude because he's carrying, like, I mean, promo-wise, he's hitting him out the park physicality, he, you know what I mean? And he seems like a legit badass that can whip Brock, that can choke Brock out. We've seen it. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how that unfolds, um, you know what I'm saying, on Sunday. Um, you know, SmackDown was pretty good last night. It was decent. Like, I'm just a little bit confused as to, you know, like, where they going, you know, after the battleground shit, like, you know, towards uh, SummerSlam. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to AJ uh, 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 Owens at, uh, or, you know, or that could have been a big-time SummerSlam match, that rematch. They can still do that. They could do that. Re- AJ could win the title battleground and have him. Won, well, I mean, AJ won the battle royal last night and is the number one contender. Are they going to stretch it all the way to August, the end of August, when it's still the beginning I mean, of July? I think they could get a couple good, you know, tear the house down matches out of so him. So you're saying the, 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 the rubber match somehow has to be on, maybe could be on SummerSlam. But, but how do you yeah, get to that without that. AJ winning? Winning the title at Battleground. No, I would say AJ wins the title at Battleground and then come back at SummerSlam, rubber match, maybe a two out of three fall joint or a 30 minute Iron Man match. You know what I'm saying? And just, and, and just let it rip because I'm here rambling. They might go AJ Shinsuke. It's too early for that. It's too, way yeah. too early for that. It's way too early for that. 
I think Shinsuke got to get a big win. Matter of fact, you could do that match at the Rumble and then come back with it at, at WrestleMania. Or just wait and do it at WrestleMania. But you could. Yeah, I think it's way too fucking soon for that. It's way too soon for that. And, um, like, I don't know. Do y'all guys see Corbin cashing in and winning that money in the bank? Because to me, I mean, he's good, but he's not ready. No, no, I, yeah, I think he'll he'll, he'll on that. because you don't want him to cash in and f- and fail, but you also don't want yeah, him to win the title. Yeah, he ain't got no kind of momentum. No, he he look at fucking Rusev. He came back and got a super pop last night. Super crazy Still pop, right? Like, yeah, people care. Yeah, they definitely care more about Rusev than any fucking hell that, you know what I mean, on SmackDown. And that um, that battery, that was hot. That was hot. I mean, they killed New Day. They made him look like L7s to me. You know, L7s, a, 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 a bunch of squares. Wait, what the fuck is L7? Look, L7, a square. Yeah, that they was hot. Nah, I ain't gonna front. They had a couple. They had a couple tough lines in there, but like, I mean, technically tell, like, they won, probably, according to Wale. Yeah. So take it up with him. Yeah, they had definitely a couple tough lines in there, but you could tell, like, you know how how the Usos came out with the entourage. I mean, that's just how it is. If we look at these YouTube battles with a. Uh, with uh, T. Brax and all these, you know what I mean? All these other cats and Charlie Clips, you know what I'm saying? That's just how this shit look. Yeah. And uh, did you did you start catching up on the on the glow shit yet, uh, Trav? Nah, I still ain't watching. <laughs> I just been in here uh, all my spare time. I got. <laughs> Since November, my PS3 has been down. Not down, I just didn't. It's a matter of swapping the hard drives out. Um, so I finally uh, swapped the hard drives out and got my original data back and all that. So I've just been playing fucking goddamn NCAA football. Ran through a season and a half already. So I'm just, uh, yeah. I haven't. Uh, okay, okay. Watched or done anything. Yeah. I ain't read none of my. Uh, I got all these. I had to go and recheck them out at the library. I got like eight trade paperbacks that I got uh, uh, rented out, or not rented. What do you call it? At the library, borrowed. <laughs> yeah, because I was going through them, boom, boom, boom. Then PlayStation mm-hmm. came back. I was like, "Fuck these comic books." Mm-hmm. So yeah, I ain't even did my normal comic shit. First thing I right. did this morning, got up and. Play the game. <laughs> <laughs> Cam Trav, y'all ready for the homecoming? Man, yeah, for I, sure. I, I don't. I can't go see it till Sunday. I'm like, oh, come on. But uh, yeah. but yeah, probably, I definitely. I'll am. probably pull the Guardians and won't see it until you know sometime in damn August. But 
Yeah, they're saying, yeah, they saying this is probably the best Spider-Man film ever fucking made. Ever made. I'm more excited for the game. And I think that's, you know, I can't, it's that not that I can great. think about now. I got 250 bucks for a damn PlayStation. But it's the game that will make me get a, I, when I get a PlayStation 4, finally, it'll be because, uh, because that damn Spider-Man game. Oh, they got the game coming out too? That's crazy. Fam. Yeah. Fam. Fam. Go to YouTube and and peep the gameplay. I think it was from, what's the one that was like two weeks ago? EO3, ED3. ED3. Yeah. yeah. And it was an eight minute long video. Peep that video crazy. and look at the gameplay. That shit is phenomenal. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. The must have, just like the Kevin Owens joint, must have. Fellas, what's your opinion? Real quick, for our, it slipped my mind. What's your opinion on that triple four, man? I don't know what. what? That's that whole album, that triple four. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Good. Really, yeah. really good, grown up, important rap. Um, Apparently already went platinum, even even though it was downloaded over a million times. Uh, a million times. It's a really fun, Come refreshing on. listen. It really is. Yes. I swear to God, but, all yeah. these dudes, all these dudes with little colorful hair, braided cats, all these tight pants, bandits, they all need to just fucking sit down and just and just and just educate themselves. Right. Like, oh, well, okay, okay. I thought you were going somewhere else with it, but yeah, <laughs> definitely. I about to say, don't be that, don't be that thirty-five plus guy. Like, nah, because I like some like. Nah, I fucks with the Migos. I fucks with Future. You know what I'm saying? I fucks they ain't with even about, Wow, they're not the ones with red. They ain't. They not nineteen. They all grown yeah. ass. You know, Future. Can't they? But I mean, I try. I tried the Twenty-One Savage shit. Five songs in, six song. I was sleep. Like he, everything oh. he said on the six song, he said it on on the first five. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I mean, just I mean, yeah. yeah. And that's not even. I have the album and I listened to it a bunch when it when it first came out, but it's not something I've revisited. Yeah, it comes up on Pandora. You know, his few his the singles off that joint, and I enjoy them. Ocean, I, I really uh, Ocean. Oh, uh, listen to Ocean Drive. That's a good, different, but lyrically, it's not. <laughs> Sonically, it's a little different, and, and, and it's chill as shit, and, uh, uh, but it's probably more the same. Lyrically, it's not, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so. I hear you, man. <laughs> yeah, and I, um, I don't know if y'all saw it, Cam, or you caught it, that New Japan special. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, had uh, really Joe on Twitter asking if we talked about that. So, yeah, go ahead, y'all. I think Cam saw um, an entire – didn't you see part one or day yeah. one? I saw the whole yeah. the whole Friday. Uh, yeah. Just Man, I saw you, one. You know, I saw the tag team. I think they had – That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Omega had is, is... Had a, yeah. Oh, he's, he's different, man. He's – Kenny Omega is like – I think the best comparison I can give him, and let me let me tread lightly here and get the whole point out. I think he reminds me of a guy like a guy like Shawn Michaels in that 
you you seem to have this boundless energy, but everything you do also seems to be really important. You know, right. like he, he can just go and go and go, and everything's so impactful. Um, and he's I, what does he weigh, Mike? What is he about? Maybe two thirty, maybe. Yeah, about two twenty, two thirty. Okay, strong as an ox. Cat and, fucking and strong. Fast as a cheetah, and just. Uh, and that that knee he does is insane, um, you know. Just and and Michael Elgin, who I haven't seen a whole lot of, but I'm familiar with. Um, yeah. They they put on a show that first night, man. They were so good together, yeah. and just everything they did was so hard hitting. I don't know how Kenny Omega keeps up this pace, and I don't know how his body isn't falling apart. But he's he's indeed special and. You know, probably, and it's a little disappointing, but, um, you know, you got to be realistic. I'm somebody who was, while he was in WWE, was the biggest Cody Rhodes fan, especially Smoke and Mirrors remix, uh, Mask on Cody was my guy, you know. Um, and, and, but you do see that there is a talent gap between him and the guys from New Japan. Um, and... Right. You know, uh, Okada is just. This is my, my just third time so seeing smooth. Okada. Smooth. Yeah, as, like, as good as as good as Omega is, I genuinely think Okada is that much better. And I don't know how I'm saying that because yeah. Omega is amazing. But no, Okada is. He's, smooth. Uh, he's very smooth, and he, he carries. It makes like, me... He he, he boxed off it. He's big fight. Yeah. You know, and, and Cody did fine. Cody was good, but. You could just tell, like, Okada's on another level. Nah, man. he's at a whole different fucking level. He's box yeah. office. He got it. He's cocky. He got the charisma. And he already said it, like, on one of his press calls and interviews, like, I am number one. Who's better than me? Yeah. Like, who's having these matches that I'm having this year? Like, this yeah. dude already got about four or five candidates, you know, for match of the year. The two with Omega. Yeah. I think he did one with uh. Was it Ishii or one of these guys? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, it was it's also crazy. Really good, uh, Friday. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Oh. Uh, he, can he go, he's going to mess around, and I think Michaels did it one year. Wasn't Michaels in three of the match of the year, like five options that, you know, whoever, the observer, whatever. Uh, right. Maybe it's like PWI, so I guess that's a little less. But still, I mean, they know their matches. Um you know, three of the five matches of the years in, like, 96 or some shit was Shawn Michaels was in them, I think. But he was in WWF on fucking cable, national cable and pay-per-view every month. You know, Kenny Omega is going to possibly do that, accomplish that feat, and with, as far as the Western yeah. audience goes, with, yeah. you know, a tiny percentage, so you percentage of the... Western audience knowing who he is and why he's getting this, you know, these accolades. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. To me, I mean, like, those are the two top wrestlers in on the planet right now, Omega and AJ. You know what I mean? Like, AJ's, you know, they ain't really been letting AJ rip. I mean, I liked it that match last night. I, I, I mean, I was hungry for more after I saw that. I'm like, them two in the ring is just like, oh, my fucking God. Let them put put some heat on them and let them go for twenty thirty minutes, and and, and you got magic because Gable was Gable was a whole other beast too. 
Yeah, yeah. he was a whole different animal too. That was that was a nice slick match. But Have they was, given any explanation why he, it's been Gable singles the last month? No, because it's probably just with silly old ass Vince McMahon. See, I mean they like both of them. Well, you know I mean, they like. Fine. Uh, I mean, I, I really, yeah. really liked American Alpha and still do, and I hope they're not over. But uh, me neither. Has it, nobody's even said. Hey, where's uh, it's one thing when he when he did this when he came out for the uh, challenge and challenged Owens a couple weeks ago. I go oh, okay. He, he answered a challenge. You don't need his partner for that. Now he's facing AJ, so he's faced two of the top guys and then twice uh, two of the top guys in the last three weeks, four weeks, and yeah, they haven't even said anything about the team that he's in, like yeah. Well, you know, that's a prerequisite in WWE anyway. Once you, they feel they've done enough with a team, split them up. Okay, guys, it's time yeah, to split them up. Split them up. Okay. And then, you know, you know, Jordan, he's going to be more the looks, you know, more the looks guy. Big, got the, you know, got the physique, got the look that they love. You know how that shit go yeah. with them. But I think they could have kept them together for a little while, and you know, for a little while longer. Like, um, do you think it's time for? I think it's time for Anderson and Gallows to go over to SmackDown because it's like they're floundering on a uh, Raw. They're yeah, not even doing standing. shit with them. They yeah, people are saying it's a shakeup. And they could they could use the depth over there on SmackDown, especially if you want to break up or split up or dumb down American Alpha. They could yeah. definitely use that. I mean, they 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 wrestled the revival on main event. Why? What? They wrestled the revival on main event last week. Yeah. And That's lost. Kind of they were baby. They played babyface and lost. Revival getting the push, man. You you saw they uh. They was on there with uh with Brizongo on Fashion Files, man. They about to come up. Revival was quote unquote, you know, those the WWE team, so yeah. they came out the test tools, which is NXT. So you know how that's gonna go. Of course, they'll get pushed over um, Gallows in there, but it was like it would be smart to move them to SmackDown, and then you know, with potentially Apropos and Primo, you know, allegedly asking for their release or whatever. Yeah, I heard that was uh, that that was not necessarily true, but who knows? Right. Yeah. Who, who can who can tell? Is it, well, and the justification was well, they're still trying to get uh, they're still trying to get Car- uh, Carlito. So why would they? You know, I don't know if that necessarily makes a. One thing untrue or true, but that was the. So are they gonna make them a faction now, a three-man team? Because I mean, you can only do, you can only. Breaking up, Mike. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't you. hear uh, any of that. 
you know, I said I wouldn't mind seeing War Machine in WWE at the same, you know, at some point too. But you know, probably the next big team that's coming up is uh the dudes with uh Paul Lettering and uh, NXT AOP. Yeah. You know, yeah, probably. probably yeah. I mean, I'm still not. Now that the Ascension said that, you know, they were just trying to get on the pay per view. It's still, it opens up that, like, oh, okay, maybe it's them that's trashing Brizongo's office or whatever. And this is how they're, you know, slowly introducing these guys. I don't know, but I don't know who else. Yeah, they, they that was my first. I mean, they ain't really got nobody down there neither. They've been the champs for a while. Yeah. They took out all the teams. one I think, is coming back, and they've, until Gargano and Ciampa, they had their best matches with TM61, so. Right. Somebody has a Duke, at uh, Duke Blue Devils uh, sign um, in the NXT crowd redone to Cassius Ono. So they're trying to get him to branch off into <laughs> in the college uh, <laughs> themes and logos. Yeah. That's hot. <clears throat> How long y'all think before McIntyre rule comes up? Probably a while for for McIntyre. I think. I think Rude yeah. suing the McIntyre because you think he's going to get the title They're basically giving McIntyre the Rude push, like just like they're just he's just working his way into title contention. Because Drew didn't come on and immediately get title matches and stuff. He went through, you know, three, four, five contenders, you know, guys and then contenders to get to a year mm-hmm. later to get to uh Sister, yeah. But, Jared, did, you say, did you say Duke? He's wearing uh, Orlando Magic. So he's a local man. No, no, no. A sign in the crowd. Has, oh, there's a uh, sign. Okay. Yeah, it's blue with a K and his face, and it's, it says, oh, no, but it's clearly. What size is that jersey, yo? This, this jersey's like a, like a, like a triple X short. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see, like, and I'm going to end with this. I see Brock winning and leave out with some food for thought. I see Brock winning, but a little hitch inside of me is thinking that they might pull or go with the shock value. You know, have Joe win and maybe Brock win it back at SummerSlam. I don't know. What y'all think about well, any, that? Any, any thought on them basically? I think we talked about it a few weeks ago, a week or two ago, that they do what they did in 03, at the end of 03 and have Heyman turn on Brock and go with Joe. Any chance that happens? Like, I think that's uh, very unlikely. Yeah, it's unlikely, but shit, you never know. Because, like, the way I see it, Paul Heyman masterminded this whole angle. Like, I think they left it in Paul lap and was like, you know, you EQ this shit. I think he masterminded this whole angle. And now they're seeing the results and, you know, the final product. I don't think they're going to end it. I don't think it's going to be a one-and-done thing. I think it might be something they come back to. Um, you know, we're not for okay. certain if they're going to do it. You know, at SummerSlam, but I think it's something they could come back around to. I don't believe this is just a one and done affair. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
But, I mean, let's see. I mean, this is, like, one of the first pay-per-views in, a, you know, like, in a long while. Like, I've really been, like, yeah, I need to, you know, I need to check this. Because usually I just watch it on replay, on the net, on the network. But, yeah, I'm going to leave you out with that, fellas. Always a pleasure, you know. So I'll back to y'all next week, fellas. All right. All right, Mike. Sounds good, man. Mike from BK. Um, Yeah. Are you reading anything um, lately? It hasn't come up with you. No. No, I'm not not read anything as of late. Um, it's funny that you asked that. Like, of course, uh, my my favorite game, H M Legends Two, which came out a million years ago, um, has finally evolved into Marvel Heroes Omega, which is like a big MMORPG. Uh, it's been on PC since like 2013, and now it's on PS4 and Xbox. And I was reluctant to play it, and then I realized it's like superior to my favorite game from like 10 years ago in every way, save for it's slightly less personal because you're not playing, you know, a driven story mode that isn't connected to everybody else. But it still has a story mode like, that's really good. So, like, I don't need to read. I'm, I'm making my own stories right now. It's so fun and addictive, and there's loot everywhere. And So, no, yeah, that's occupying the free time that I have. I'm just scrolling through this week's uh, releases. There's a new Nick Fury. I think he's going to play a play a big part in how Secret Empire comes to a conclusion. I'm not reading Nick Fury, but just the fact that he was gone and down there, you know, just the timing it seems like that's makes a lot of sense. Yeah, some good stuff. Mm. Good stuff out this week. <clears throat> yeah, so VIP, uh, I'm sure Rich and I will get into. Oh, shit, Young Max supposed to be coming over here. She, I assume she'll be over here before the show ends. So that might throw what I'm talking about off. Could, could be, uh, yeah, a bit of, bit, some different timing there. Now, I think we just got another email too. Oh yeah, it was Joe's. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go to Joe's email. So he's got uh, he's got a non-VIP and a VIP portion. So um, good evening, fellas. I know you guys, Trav and Cam, uh, don't watch a lot of New Japan, but I kind of had a couple topics y'all could tackle. Uh, I'm also going to include a topic for Rich for VIP, since he's more a regular New Japan watcher. Uh, for the Freeloader show, number one, if you all watch with the success of the... Wait, for the Freeloader show. Oh, 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 the, our show. <laughs> this... <laughs> I'm like, they access had a Freeloader show? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> no, 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 no. So Okay, so for non-VIP, if you all watched uh, with the success of the two nights special this past weekend, what do you think are the chances of grasping a legitimate foothold in the U.S.? The chances are good. And and, and, and yeah, I guess I mean, that depends on your definition of legitimate foothold. Right? 
Well, more people watch this than watch Global Force. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know. But, I mean, again, it's really, really good, and people should watch it. And somebody who, you know, isn't, like, in front of a TV on a Friday night, typically, like, you know, I went out of my way to watch that uh I want to say Monday I sat down and watched it. You know, went through all four hours, and it is worth the watch. Um, and, and what what I what I hate is, like, this would be a perfect – I know they ran a Saturday show, but this is a perfect, like, Saturday night pay-per-view in that there are lows between the matches. Like, there are break times. There's an intermission. There are post-fight uh, – interviews, like, it's just, it's structured so well. I do think this is something that could work. Um, I think you got to have that uh, that live uh, English broadcasting. I think that does have to happen. Uh, but, yeah, like, I, I think it's definitely something, like, as a, that you want wrestling fans to see. Like, I knew Kenny Omega. I knew Cody Rhodes. I knew Okada. And I knew Michael Elgin. And, you know, you know, you know your Billy Gunn, you know your Young Bucks. I mean, um, <laughs> all but, you need is one yeah, to get, you know, to get someone interested, um, to get somebody, mm-hmm. you know, to watch a show. All you really need is, you know, wait, Stone Cold's eating up, he's yeah. doing that. Okay, I'm going to watch Bad Blood, or, you know, whatever, your pay-per-view, 90, circa 97, 98, mm-hmm. uh, and then you're hooked. You're, you, you get to see other stuff, and, yeah, and more than just the one I guy. I think you can have somebody sit down you know, and watch. And forward to, you know, three or four different Different acts. That's yeah. yeah you can job. turn on that Elgin Omega match uh, for anybody, and I think they'll really enjoy it. Um, same thing with Okada, you know, Rhodes. Like, like for whatever Cody couldn't do in the ring to hold up with Okada, he definitely like was an effective snotty heel with things that he would do um, outside of the confines of an actual you know wrestling move or strike. Uh, yeah, I think it could. I think if if that's something that's like they do that once a quarter and you have that show, I definitely think you go out of your way to see it. Um, yeah, so I, I, I do think it's something that could be and hopefully is successful. Yeah, it's just a matter of are they going to come back and do, you know, do that. That's not, it's not just about being on Axis. It's about being live in America. Yeah. So. Trying to get Young Max to bring me some tacos. Hungry in a mug. Jobber in the chat room said, if you don't want to see Spider-Man 9, another reboot, <laughs> check out Baby Driver instead. I highly recommend it. Yeah. I, heard I mean, good. looks looks freaking awesome. So I'm not surprised. All right. Let's uh, – oh, wait. We're not done with his email. Uh, uh, number two from, from Joe. He says – uh, the guys at the top of the card in New Japan are consistently putting on four-star-plus matches uh, at their big shows. P- 
People watch the New Japan regularly swear by it and often prefer it over WWE. My question is, can you think of another form of entertainment besides wrestling where so many of its ardent fans think the major league is overall is the overall inferior product? Um, uh, I mean, not in sports for um, sure. Boxing is that thing. Boxing is that thing. Um, boxing because what, guys, no, not not even not even heavyweights. What I'm saying is like your guys who really know the game, like your like your David Lee's, you know, um, the the fights that they're most interested in, even though they get up for the big fights, are are guys we've never heard of, who who have these amazing backstories and put on these really really good fights, and you know, a lot of times when you get the very best boxers. Um, there are a lot of politics involved, um, and it determines like fight styles and things like that. And you can't always make the very best matches. So, so boxing, to a lesser extent, even though there's not like only like one big governing body and then one under that, a lot of times it is the fights that um, that aren't the most publicized that really catch the attention of uh, of what you consider an ardent fan. You know, um, MMA to a lesser extent. Because you kind of have to be in UFC uh, right. to make the real money, so guys. And then there's, you're, it's harder to find fights on some type of television service that aren't that. But yeah, but I think boxing is probably the closest thing from an athletic standpoint that uh, that, that really fits. Well, I don't that know. Mode. I think. I mean, I think in 2017 there are plenty of places to to find MMA. Right, and I don't mean. I'm not saying online. you can't find MMA. I'm I'm saying like, I'm talking about the way people rave over the boxing matches of guys you haven't heard of. They don't talk about MMA like that. Okay. Like, there's not that big groundswell for, as they saying, this is a fight you need to see, or this is somebody you need to pay attention to. It's just not the way that the uh, that the society that operates like that is set up. But you, you do see that with boxing because I'm shocked at the number of guys I've never heard of that, like I said, a guy like David Lee can sit back and tell me this amazing story about why I need to go out of my way to see this guy fight. So it, it, it is different on that level. But I, I, don't, think of, I don't think anything else uh, really is that because everything else is, like nobody tells you you need to go watch that championship game Stephon Marbury played in China, you know, and then football doesn't exist on that level because the very best athletes are playing American football for the NFL. Like, uh, you know, and then you, um, you'll you have your people who will say they prefer college football to uh, pro football, but that's not the same thing because they're not the equivalent. Um, but, yeah, I think boxing is probably the closest thing to that, and sometimes pro versus collegiate sports are like that, with college football being the closest, but they are, you know, different things, I'd say. Yeah, you'll definitely get some people that'll, that prefer – College football, for sure. I think, and basketball. Mm. I think, I think those are the two closest. You people prefer college basketball. Sure. Oh, yeah. Cool. I don't. They're, yeah. I don't, I don't think college. Bruce Mitchell watches any pro. Pro. I don't think he's a Bobcats fan. Mm-hmm. Wait, are they? Yeah, they're there. Charlotte Bobcats, or are they the Hornets again? They're the Hornets again. They are okay. I still don't. I still don't recognize the fact that there's a Pelicans like that. That not hashtag not my NBA like. Mm. They have, like, two of the best players on the planet. But, okay, whatever you got to do, guys. 
fuck a pelican, man. That's 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 not a, that's not real. I refuse. Uh, but yeah. um, but that's I, that's probably and in, in ways like college football and basketball are probably yeah the most American thing that 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 people do feel like they're playing more or less the same game and they staunchly prefer one league because there's I mean the thing about colleges it's kind of the opposite of New Japan and WWE where like you can't dispute WWE is a bigger more popular thing but aesthetically you can find reasons that college football is more fun to watch and the biggest thing about that is scheme and, and talent level. You can do more things in college football because there's a wider gap between talent. So you can really go out there and run all these crazy schemes and make somebody look bad or conversely, you have to run crazy schemes in order to offset the level of, of athleticism, which is why you get these 70 to 68 games that you're not going to get in the pros because they're, they're not built like that. So, And then in, in like college basketball too, like these big time programs um, <laughs> Joe, I have Pelican season tickets, and I'll still say fuck a Pelican, this guy. Um, but yeah, there's um, in college basketball, in college sports in general, it's hard for recruits to go to certain places, so you do see that that beat them down aspect of the game. Um, but yeah, I, I always think like the easiest thing for me, college football is on a Saturday and it's brighter. Um, and, you know, I live 15 minutes away from, well, damn, 10 minutes away from my alma mater, so I can go see a game when I want to. So there's a, a personal thing to it, but I won't stress to you why you should watch college over the pros. Okay. Yeah, and I think there's a certain f- fan that likes indie films more than they like big-time movie house pictures, you know, whether, you know, from Paramount or Lionsgate or any of those stuff. They're like, oh, it's Hollywood trash. It is. And they're right in a lot of ways. But they're like, nope, I like to watch Cannes Film Festival, uh, you know, entrance and mm. French films and indie stuff and that kind of thing. Oh, and then rap music and, and punk music is very much like that. Rap music and rock music. Oh, you listen to motherfucking uh, mainstream, you need some mainstream rap? No, you need to listen to young, young, dirty black kid from Rochester, New York, been sleeping under a rock that you never heard of, but his SoundCloud page is lit. Like, that, that definitely I, I'm Googling young, dirty black kid right now. I swear he's got a SoundCloud. Find him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I like a French film, but yeah, it's just not a big enough, I think there are probably more wrestling fans out there that like the New Japan type stuff, you know, because there's, you know, we know from different types of people, I mean, you got your guys like, like Boris, who just swear by it, barely, you know, pay attention much to, you know, don't have the network. They're like, you know, whatever. I'll spend, I'd rather spend my money on, you know, New Japan World or something like that. Um, and 
then you have guys like like Sizz, like King Sizz, who's the same, who don't. Man, he might like he like if somebody he hears AJ versus Gable, he'll probably go on YouTube or something to watch that match. But it's pretty much all, you know, New Japan, Chikara, and PWG and that kind of stuff. Um, and then a guy like like Darrell, I think he's a he's a fan of New Japan, but obviously he's following WWE day to day and week to week. So um, I would say there's probably more wrestling fans that are into. But I'm not even sure where Darrell, and we'll ask him in a bit when we get him on, but I'm not even sure where he'd stand as far as, like, the specifics of this question. That th- Does he think New Japan is, you know, head and shoulders better than WWE? Like, I wouldn't be shocked if he said yes, but I don't, I'd probably say no, and we'll talk to him in a bit. Um, I don't think it's that deep. I don't think he'd go that far. Oh shit! They got Moro recapping the we'll take over Chicago. The uh, Champa turn. So when I asked last week, why aren't they keeping this fresh in our minds in any way? Well, one that's going to be hard for when you you know keep it fresh in your mind till February till Champa comes back. But Gargano, you figure he's going to. Uh oh, Johnny Gargano returns next week. All right. Nice. Oh hell yeah! That should be a very interesting and highly rated NXT episode. Um. Yeah. I think that's it for Joe. We'll see the uh, the other question for Rich. So, yeah, thanks for that, Joe. Appreciate it. And, um, the iconic duo. <laughs> they look so much better. They look so much better. Like, natural. I mean, they clearly got some kind of makeup or whatever on, but they're just not, you know, especially the other ones, Billy. You know, had a clown yeah, makeup juice. on. And then who's that announcer? She's thick as fuck. Rosie Perrine. Fresh Eye Thompson. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. Look at Playboy CN Almas. Who we getting into it with back then? Oh, that's oh, right. I forgot about this. This uh... who's shot with the lollipop? Okay. No, he don't want to tell us tell us about her. <laughs> she said Billy used her epipen today. Chill. Bianca Belair. Oh yeah, I oh, remember yeah. this. Dang. I didn't. She whipped her with her ponytail. Yeah, fuck out of here, racist McTweet. Oh, that's a nice spear. There we go, boom spear. Wow. Nice. So she's in the. She yeah. So all right, I got my early, my early uh, not pick. I mean, but 
who I'm rooting for in the May Young Classic. Bianca Belair or the the Blair something. Mm-hmm. Her album better be a, better than other Bianca. That was a disappointment. All right, let's uh, let's talk to Darrell since we were talking about him. Uh, Darrell, what's happening? What up? How you doing, Rich? I'm sorry. How you doing, Cam and Travis? I was writing something. See? My bad. There we go. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and let me start off by saying prayers out, send prayers out to Chicago. Touching, 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 bloody, um, bloody four. Very touching, and um. Also, on to be lighter a little bit, I'm sending my prayers out to Rob um, Kardashian. Hope, hope that boy don't go nuts, though, and try to kill somebody can we, himself or post him. Can we talk? Can we talk as a family for a minute? Now, I've been to talk to Mike about this. Darrell, I, I, need, to know, I need to know how you feel uh, about this because I have, I have so many opinions on that. I'm, I'm glad I got somebody to talk about it with. Darrell, put, put out there how you feel about your man. Rob Kardashian and Black China and, and marriage and dating as a whole, if you can. Hey, man, you don't, you don't do that. You don't hit that right there, you know what I'm saying? Because you're a man and you don't want to be putting yourself out there like that. But since he did it, it's quite entertaining. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying, if it was a real, I don't want to say real N-word, but if it was a real N-word and she sent me that video, uh-huh, and, and with, another, with the table man or whatever, in my bed, in my room, there was no need to put it out there because it would have been death, instant death on her and him. They both would have had it. Everybody would have had to die. House burned down like Pete, um, like um, left eye burning Andre Wise's house. Everything got to go. In the words of uh, of Mike Wilborn, my nigga, I'm glad you said this. I appreciate what you're saying right now. Because that sounds like a reasonable like, response. Yeah, I my nigga, I'm glad you said this. Cause like I look, man. And by reasonable, I mean not you gotta be. Yeah, I, I know, I know what you're saying, but uh, gonna tune you out for a second. So like, if I'm at the crib and I'm not just sitting there minding my business, and my girl sends me a video of her in our bed with another guy kissing him while he wearing my robe. I'm coming home. Like, <laughs> definitely pulling I'm up. I'm coming home. home dog. Like, I'm I, killing somebody. I'm killing somebody. No question. Like, I gotta, I gotta come see you. We gotta at least have a conversation about this. That's who is next level disrespectful. I'm granted we don't know everything, so who knows if she caught him doing something beforehand? Like, we don't know nothing. But on, on the surface, it can't catch me doing it. Yeah, you, that's. It's next level, dog. It is next. It's my crib where my kids sleep. It's different, dog. However, now let's say this though. I I gotta pull up on you, at least with me and him, because I'm not really not really with the violence towards women stuff. I try to dodge that. Now that's not my thing. Um, I gotta see, dude, though. Like I I can't, you know. My house, dog. Man, that that ain't ain't you gotta see, that dude. Ain't strictly for the, strictly for the fact that if, if she's like, 
you got to smack that phone out of her hand and break that shit. Like, what are you about to do? Like, what? Like, like no, 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 no. I'm, no. Sitting, I'm sitting here in this luxury house in this, you know, this goose uh, mattress, <laughs> you know, in this nice fucking Versace robe or whatever the fuck. You about to fuck this up, man. Like, what are you about to do? Chill. Like, for your own self-preservation, and if you want to keep smashing and, you know, living, you know, that's I get that. That's, you know. Like, why would you let her send that? Why would you let her keep taping? You know what she about to do. Even if she's just about to put it on Instagram or, or social media and not send it directly to that motherfucker. It's going to get to him and get out and be a tabloid thing. Like, why would... Like, so, for being an idiot, he probably, he needs to be punched in his face. Pose, like, sitting there in the man robe, like, taking, let her take the picture. Like, you're a dickhead for fucking up your own, like. You know, just speaking it from one eel, from one eel to another. <laughs> you know, like, no, man. You got slither out of man, that situation. Super Bowl. <laughs> you Super Bowl doing some, um, doing some foolishness like that. You got to, and Right, and then you're like, man, I don't know. I mean, I guess you know it's Rob Kardashian. You know he might not do, he ain't going to do shit, but cry on fucking Twitter. But still. Instagram. <laughs> but yeah. I don't care what you, I don't care what you do. You just know, and that's not bias on women. Once he pulled that move right now, both of them are human beings, and you just killing two human beings. That's all. It's just a natural way of life. Man, it's a um, natural way of life. That's all that is. And um, I just have to take him out and her out, too. I wouldn't ask no questions, but damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's him. And but damn, you're like, okay, if you're on your guy. way there, you're like, all right, well, my life is over. Yeah, everybody's life is over. That's fine. We decided we all got to go. But look, <laughs> and, and my man is my is what, like, my man's reaction hurt my heart. And Rob Kardashian is, by all accounts, a piece of shit. Like, I don't think any of us doubt that. But, yo, the way he reacted, dog, like, I I mean, we've all broken up before, and we may have said some things after a breakup that were based out of anger. But, like, dog, he's out here leaking nudes and come on, dog. And like, other people business out there. Other people business. He put T.I. in business out there. Everybody. Yeah, they're exposing, Yo, they, like, exposing they, okay, when the gist of the T.I. stuff that they, T.I. and Tiny, paid her a hundred grand to come sleep with them. Yeah, that's what. That's what. Yeah. It, okay. Uh, I just want to make sure I got that. And, I got that right. And, and supposedly the stroke game was weak. <laughs> Who? T.I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He talking. He was talking mad crazy. What kind of relate? So she obviously told Rob Kardashian that. Man, get the fuck out of here, Rob Kardashian. I mean, whatever. You can't be mad. You know what kind of woman she is, man. Is she she telling you about she about Tiny and Ti and how her stroke game was weak? And uh, whatever. You can't. Get with a scandalous motherfucker and then be mad when they scandalize. Yeah, you just got to know. Yeah, you know what He should have known that his woman was uh, weak. And she telling you all this. You 
you that mean you can't put them past her. Anything could happen. You just you just got on the anything railroad and you just rolled it and you seen anything, any and everything. So that's your fault. Another fool fall victim. That's all I see. Yeah. Another oh, fool fall victim. Somebody need to play the song. Another one bites the dust. My man happened. Snoop said she saw she saw a sucker and licked it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a mark, man. He was an easy target, and it it sucks. Like as as much as he may not be a good person, this is somebody who is dealing with real life depression and real life weight issues, and it seems like she did kind of prey on that. And on the flip side, it, he said some terrible, terrible things about women. And now it's leaking nude. So, I mean, it's weird that people are trying to choose sides because these are both really, really terrible people. <laughs> at least as I would change at this point, but it's certainly something to watch. Yeah, look oh, at yeah. this guy posed all in this man nice luxury designer robe. <laughs> Laid up. Wow. Laid up. You know, cable man or whatever. Man. Oh, um, I, funniest thing I seen was um the boy Ha Ha Davis put up there. Oh, I'm finna, I'm finna marry um Black Chyna. This finna, um, we finna have a daughter. We finna start this family life. This finna be a breeze. No, it wasn't. Come on, big fella. I've been sleeping around, big fella. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I seen all day. But uh, that was one. And that was just two things I wanted to say. Prayers out to the people of Chicago and uh, get your weight up, Rob. Get your weight up, baby. Well, get your weight down, but your weight up in your mind. Speaking of weight up and down, they're seriously consistently announcing Nia Jax's weight. Like that's just so odd. <laughs> you know, like you just don't hear that. Or, you know, and I know Did you see the picture of her when she was a plus size model? Oh my god! Oh, she's fine as fuck. I mean, she's fine now, but she was yes, yeah, super slimmer. Wow, the baby so put some pounds on her, but still, she still, she still look good. But okay. Mhm. I don't know. I think I might like puffier Nia Jax than. Yeah, model. Give you something to hold on to. She was still kind of big, yeah, had a size. Kind of like the middle. Titties bigger. Yeah. <laughs> but um, saying about what I was asking, uh, asking earlier about New Japan, um, that answer to that question would be no. <laughs> They're not head over heels better than WWE is. Oh yeah. Jokes like they're jokes, and they don't cross cross the streams. I guess. 
Yeah. Like this one comedy. Yeah, and one good thing that's coming up out of this is they will they will be back um, in March or April next year touring. So, and is that the time of the year that they do any kind of uh? That's right after um the big show, the Tokyo, the Dome show that's in January. That's a month or two right after. That's right before what Mania season. They coming over here. So it'll just oh, be a normal right. tour, like house show tour. It won't be like a like this is their G. This they, is this was some kind of tournament that they did this past weekend. Yeah, right? G one, G one at the end of the year. This is around the time for G one. That's why they call it the G one special. But um, that's right after the dome show. So and right before Mania, you so they coming over here to invade for real. You think when they come make that move, they coming to um show WWE that they here. We're here. <laughs> Taking Bray Wyatt down. Um, we're here. Do you think WWE responds in any? Like, how can they? Is there anything they, uh, they can do? They probably already have. With Okada was backstage on Raw and SmackDown. You already know they probably was talking to that young man. Hey, your contract's up in a year. Come on, we got you. Right, and they were out west. Too. Like they were in LA the same time that you know Southern California the same time that New Japan's in town. So mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like, mm. and that match he had with Cody Rhodes, um, I think it was uh, it was a good match. Um, I know people like myself who didn't think Cody had done anything yet in the Indies. He showed me a little something, but he didn't show me enough to make me believe that he's a main, that he's a main eventer, that he's somebody that you can put your title on for a year and sell out shows and stuff like that and bring up other people. But he showed me something. Do you something think he's qualified that he could, to be Ring of Honor champion? Yeah, he's qualified to be Ring of Honor champion. Not no 462 days, though. <laughs> Not no 400 plus days, no. Maybe a couple of months. Cool, but not 462 days where Daniel Bryan I'm with was it. talking I'm, about. I'm with it. I'm with the with it, and I'm with Bryan going there to 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 wrestle for his first match back. Are we mm-hmm. title? <laughs> Me. Oh, yeah. If somebody else might come along, and who you might want to push um, a little bit harder, but he showed me that he belonged in the in the main event, maybe at the bottom, right there at the bottom. Almost a gatekeeper, but a little bit above that. So he showed me, he showed me promise. It's something to look up, look forward to. Waiting to see the next couple of months. His reign as ROH champion might change my mind even more. But I think that whole match was a match to showcase of Kata, man, to the American people. Um, that whole match, he was hard hitting. He got over with the crowd. He made you feel everything. It was a, it was a good match, and it wasn't better than the Kenny Omega and um, Elgin match. Elgin, yeah. And which looked so good. Which looked so good. Yes, and when you have those two guys at the top of your card, Kenny Omega and Okada, and they're both giving you at least four and a quarter star matches with anybody, that is a hell of a top of the card. It make you. That's the one thing where they're pushing WWE. When you see where they got somebody who's 
who people could continue to say over, somebody like Roman Reigns, I feel like not really over in what people think the term is. Who you have him and let's say a part-timer like Brock at the top of your card, and you got those two guys at the top of your card over there, it makes you really look at WWE product and like, come on, we need something more. We need a little bit more. Do you think, because these guys... Do you think Do you think Okada's talking to Shinsuke, like, on the phone, or, you know, texting and stuff, like, how is it, what's it? Not now, but probably the last year since he's been around. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Yeah. But more guys are willing to do, or come over. I mean, you know, I don't, uh, yeah. Like, he's got to be like, no, it's good. It's, you know... Money's good, and well, I don't know if Okada would get Shinsuke money. He probably Shinsuke would. Shinsuke got a lot of money. Maybe. He's hungry, and he got just as much. He headlined in Tokyo shows. Um, he selling out in 15 to 3, you know, in about five minute shows over there in LA. He proving, he proving he a draw, so. He should get paid just as much, or maybe even a little bit more. Does he go to say, but, take the same path? Does he have to spend a year in NXT? Or? And I, I think that brings my own. I think that's a surprise, especially if you if they're going to try to come at you during WrestleMania. That's what, If you could get him, that's a surprise you bring out in the Rumble. Yeah, I was about to say, do they do the AJ thing and, just, and have him debut at the Rumble, yeah. And then send his ass to NXT so he don't kill nobody. Nobody that they count anyway. Probably catch one of them fucking knees to the head. We're going to be talking about what could have been with Kenny Omega. He's a safe worker. What about Kenny Omega? Omega? He's got to be on their radar, right? He was last year. He coming straight. Oh, they're probably trying to find him. I think they they said they're closer than they've ever been. Like, you know, he's... uh, he could leave this year. I, I, I could leave at the end of this year. Yeah, who's who's more ready? Like he's all the way ready, man. Like I, if I'm um, if I'm Okada, like I don't know. I'm probably looking at Nakamura and I'm like, look, I gotta watch how his first full year on the main roster goes because this is the guy they brought in, paying him a million dollars a year on NXT. And I got to make sure this plays out the right way because they haven't shown the capacity to. If, if you think about it, um, who from Japan, specifically Japan, not a guy who wrestled in Japan, like uh, your Ultimo Dragons or your Benoit's or your, your Jericho's or Guerrero's or whoever, who from Japan have they treated better than Nakamura? Nobody. I don't think anybody. Yeah, you like got to Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody. So, like, I got to look at that and be like, look, like, they're going to pay me a lot of money, but if if my craft um, yeah. if it's, if he's outweighs more of an or artist, even comes close, like, yeah. yeah. Or if he just doesn't have the same kind of Western value, like, no, I don't want to sell out mm-hmm. and, you know, quote, unquote, sell out and have to wrestle that style or have to change who I am or figure out a whole new audience and a whole new audience figure me out. 
You know, like he, like Okada, you know, good and all, but I don't think he has that, you know, that that buzz that Shinsuke had, you know, going Coming for over, like two years. Coming over, he could. He's just a guy. In, he was already over there in TNA. He was over there in TNA. They put him as um, I can hate type of guy with um, some more jokes. They had him clowning around with some more Joe with his stomach on and beat him every beat on him every week after he would lose when they was um, down in some more Joe at the time. So big ups TNA, another talent that you didn't see <laughs> talent in running by Jeff um, Jeff Jarrett who was there and over the talent at the time. So back to Mike and that question about TNA. No, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett con artist. GFW stands for they trying to con you by having you buy gold. I ain't forgot about that. <laughs> so that's a worse name. That's an even worse name to have because you probably type in GFW in the business, um, Better Business Bureau. They would like con, um, scam. I don't know. They, they have reputable. Gold. They have reputable. Uh, Ties to like, uh, you know, Cambodia Wrestling Pro and New Zealand Championship Wrestling and, you know, some big time international uh, companies. They had partnership deals and talent trading deals. (laughs) They don't realize Jeff Jeff can't see um, talent. And uh, let's talk about the, the people who probably bought gold from them and they took their money <laughs> and um, then pay them with no gold or nothing like that. <laughs> so They gave you a certificate for that gold, but you never saw the gold. They said they were still mining it for you. And this is going to sound gold. bad. Like, and I don't feel this way because I'm, I'm a decent person, not like Callie. Callie asked what is Roderick Strong's gimmick other than he has a family? I mean, that's what that's what they were trying to tell you. You know, he's somebody who passionately fights for his family. And what you see in movies every day, action movies, most of them, all the time. You attack who them. asked that question? That's a good point. He just hit an angle slam. Okay. Uh, Cali. Because wow. Cali's a jerk. Oh, Cali. Oh. You go to angle slam on the cool. You go, I mean, you go, go, go Roger Strong and uh, Davey Richards have always been really, really good. Like, being good. To me, being good is enough. Like, <laughs> just be good at wrestling. And that, that counts. And they're very, very good. Backbreaker. He's somebody who wanted to do it for his family. Some of um, the biggest uh, Spider-Man moments came when he was trying to go and save somebody else. He was trying to hurry up and bullshit. go save it. Bullshit, you know, Darrell, because he ain't got no family. I seen what happened to Uncle Ben. But he still got Aunt May. He had Mary Jane. Oh, he had, I'm yeah. Roger Stroll's mom oh, had a gold, too. Oh, I <laughs> hope so. We can use that. But I got a couple of other things I want to ask you guys. Um, I, I, y'all haven't talked about this yet. Um, Carmelo, uh, and, they're, and they're taking away her her heat maker, uh, Ellsworth. I felt like that was stupid because somebody who's building all her heat off her mouthpiece and 
James Ellsworth yeah. and you take that yeah. away. Yeah, but take away all the credit. How do you fix it? They, you fix it by not having him interfere not. in the second match. Huh? You don't have this problem. That's, that's, they screw up. Right. They screwed it up. Well, no, I'm saying once, first time. once once it already happened, and Brian, and you know, there you and Brian's like, you know, you're man from the building. Like you gotta, as Brian, the week before, you're like, well, when he called him a puppet and told him and got all in his, got loud with him, he's like, I could fire you, but I'm just gonna ban you from the from the arena and from the building, or from the ringside and from the building. And since he went against that. He had to, Brian had to do something. Yeah, Rich and Bruce talking about his credibility. That was kind of like the big, one of the big topics over the weekend. Like, what the hell is Brian, like, we're supposed to consider him, like, you know, a good guy, main event guy, or, you know, whatever, authority figure. But he's just you got. make yourself look even stupider because he said, oh, she won a fan square and all of this and that. He already said this. We can go watch. He did, and, I, and we talked about it last week how, but he st- but the guy, st- it was wrestling. It was the normal wrestling way, and I got into it last week, affairs. Yeah, that, they shouldn't have used that language. She did it the right way. That was what they said, not fair and square. She did it the right way. And this was and, and I took that as she did it the wrestling right way. Like that we've been okay with for for years and decades. Mm-hmm. Uh um Yeah. So she so yeah, so her, her um yeah. him being banned or him being suspended and fined, that's gotta happen. That that absolutely she got like a grill, not just a tooth. Um yeah, ten grand is much more believable than two hundred fifty thousand at Miz or Truth or whoever got fined a couple of years ago. Like, yeah, find them their whole downside. Like, give me a break. <laughs> you know, so ten grand totally works. Thirty day suspension. Carmella gets to develop. Uh, ooh. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm. I, what I mean is. You know, she really ain't been in the ring, and you ain't seen her one-on-one matches. So, already, when she get back in the ring, whatever she talk about, the ring work is going to kill that. She ain't no better than Lana. And then she even worse. Yeah, she is. Sometimes, especially even that match, she made kicks and stuff look horrible because it looked like she was scared to be hit. She is, yeah, I said this before, she is does not want to get hit in her face, and she's she's going to hurt herself or somebody else one of these days because she's so scared to take, you know, or just have it, her moves can people's moves continuously look horrible, drop kicks with six eight inches of light and you know that kind of stuff. She's throwing her hands up, you know, yeah, it looks bad. She's just, but she's well, better than her that. credibility on the mic. Nobody's gonna think that if she she cashed in, especially without James Ellsworth, that that she really gonna win, that she believable win. And then if she do win the title, what you gonna have um, distraction finishes every match? They already slacking with the women's title over there on SmackDown by having Naomi first real title defense against Lana, not letting that girl build up some credibility and build up her match, her matches. Build up her tape. If you was a prospect, you need to build up your tape so you can send it to the big schools and show them, look at me, look at my highlights. 
So she's not having matches against people that she can build that up with. So you're already bringing the title down a little bit. So to have her get cast in and probably lose against Carmella, who is halfway not even credible in the ring, and you take Ellsworth away, Because you know it's gonna come. It go. They gonna come weeks after they they show you the product. Because this is what WWE been doing, especially the past year. They'll show you how horrible these people are, and then try to think, make you believe that these people are credible when they finally get them a big spot. Woo! That knee to the man. Oh, this match is awesome. No way. This is really good. No way. Is he gonna get him? What you doing? No, he, he rolled out the uh, he rolled out the ring. He's too close. Oh, by the rule, best he ever in WWE. Oh, that looks now. horrible. That looks so horrible. Yeah. That looks so horrible. Yeah, he had to get too close to the ropes. That was bad. And the dude behind him, like, dude, you didn't win. He about to hug his wife. Tell him no. She need to tell him, baby. Yeah. Uh, no. And the dude sitting next to her is like, uh. <laughs> Sorry, big dog. Isn't this Somebody got an Ember Moon fucking shirt. Wow. Glad she got some merch. Well, you're going to get caught as soon as you get in that ring. Quit looking at your wife. Huh? Got caught up. Mhm. Oh man, and last thing I want to ask you guys, real, and y'all can let me go. Y'all was just talking about Johnny Gargano and him losing. not coming back to probably March, February, March. That should have been obvious when they said ACL tear. You're gonna spend a lot of months away. I didn't know why people think that. We knew Chiampa, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, Chiampa. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes, I mean, ACL, well, my thing was when we talked about it, when it happened, and or when it when we got the for sure thing that it was an ACL, like, well, your best bet is people come back from ACLs in six months now and not 18 or 24 like they did 20 years ago. Like the technology is, like Sting was like out for like a year and a half or whatever because of his knee. When he tore his knee up, six months of freaks. Adrian Peterson. Uh, oh, what Seth Rollins came back after what six, seven mm-hmm. months. He, but nobody yeah. else really come back like well, that. Well, yeah, so, I, 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 I mean, nine I months. It. Yeah, like best best case scenario. When was Takeover Chicago? June, May, May. So yeah, you're hoping okay, maybe he can be back by December, but most likely not. You know, it'll take nine months. That's still. Phenomenal, you know, as far as coming back from that kind of knee injury. I mean, if you can be back yeah. doing this kind of stuff, playing playing football, basketball, or wrestling <clears throat> within a year of a knee, a knee injury like that, that's that's phenomenal. Yeah, but that's an average time nowadays for even people who play football. Um, who not Adrian Peterson? They come, they start back full contact football around nine months, between seven and nine months. But it still takes you at least a year after coming back, taking that contact, to really get a feel of your knee. To really be who you used to be. So, 
But seeing that, and we can say when every all this could be possibly the death of tag teams right now. How they keep using the same angle to split up these tag teams when we seen the best way to use it was with Gargano and Ciampa. Then you seen it again with Cass and Enzo, which lowered it a little bit. Now you're about to see it against with the Hype Bros. Then it's then it with the Hype Bros. After all, what oh, you call yeah. Mojo through, back out. Now you're about to see it. with They're trying to tease it with the American Alpha. So to me, when you start having when everybody doing it, it, it lessens the effect. And it don't mean anything, even for the people who did it first and second. That's why when they did it with Big Cash, them, I'm like, well, really not too much. It don't really mean that they're going to have a one-on-one match and then people going to be complaining about how Enzo is horrible in the ring and they're going to blame Enzo for them either having a bad match and it's not going to make Big Cash look any better. And I think you already seen his peak was that one promo that he gave the night he kicked him in the face. Other than that, I don't think he can go no higher, and I don't even think he can get to a level of a test. So the reason of that turn was this, like, big guys and got a fetish with big, tall, big body guys. And he's not even a body guy, but he's just fit because he's big and tall. So... How do y'all feel about all these same turns with tag teams and possibly trying to kill the tag team division when you should at least have people who are trying to kill the tag team division? Thrill? I'm on with the hyperbole. <laughs> I mean, they're not actively you gotta, going you out here and kill this shit. You gotta be I a mean, you know, they got a good idea there. and, you know, ran with it. That happened. I'm just saying that because if, if the Usos... And you left out uh, the, the the Truth uh, Goldust one. That was another. Yeah, Truth and Goldust. That was nice. But think about it. If the Usos beat New Day, who they face? They already beat Brizango. Who they face? You finna break up the Alphas. That's what you're trying to tease. Who they face? I didn't get that, uh, oh, that maybe be. because I didn't watch or watch closely, but I didn't get that... Besides them not being on TV together, I, my whole thing was and, where is um, the but that on, on on the on the little what they put on YouTube um, after oh. SmackDown talk they okay. actually, they, that was the headline to it. Is is Gable going solo? That was the headline, and they were asking him them type of questions. So, so where the hell is Jordan? Why isn't the question is Jordan going solo? What the fuck? Or are they both going? Gable the one that having the the, um, the the more single matches. Jordan Gable didn't have no single match. He was in the um the little rumble, the little um the rumble match. He hadn't had any single matches. Matter of fact, that was his first time on TV in the ring doing something on SmackDown in a while. He walked Gable to the ring and then got halfway out, said hi, bye, and went back in. That's why I said the death of killing tag teams because the Usos lose, who do they face? Now, on Raw, maybe, if if um, the Hardy Boys win, then you got the Revival who can come up and face them next. But after that, where you go after that? 
These ain't six, seven, eight month year feuds. Yo, Titus Lacoste shirt is tough. <laughs> his fedora, his fedora, kind of young though. You know what? Is the torch news the newsletter up? I wonder if my shit's up yet. So, uh, uh, and this will be the last thing. Um, so in my, uh, oh, I told you on the group me chat, right? So I put Liv Morgan as somebody who I think Titus should should, uh, should recruit for the Titus brand. Mm-hmm. Like I think she fit. Because I don't you know, you got to have some, uh, have some snow bunnies. You don't want it to be like. You know, all the brown folks are in Titus World. <laughs> Titus Worldwide. I think Oscar would fit. I thought about that too, but I think he's t- it's too happy. And I'd rather he's her go. I'd rather her go with Paul Heyman. And I just think that yeah. Titus is too sing not even sing songy, but not serious enough of a of a of a stable manager or whatever, you know. Maybe the iconic girls, the two iconic girls, the girls who've been together in NXT, yeah. those two. Yeah, again, I'm thinking of, like, who, like, I'm not sure if they necessarily, with that gimmick or something like it, fit in the Titus brand. Well, you can say, like, I'm Liv Morgan, like, she, cool, she wears yeah. Jordan, she wears a hat sideways, like, she would fit, like, Billy in the K's, like, eh, I don't know. Just personality-wise, just for what they do, just not sure. So, so yeah, so I picked the Ely brothers, uh, Liv Morgan, and Cedric Alexander. And I was like, the way they could get Cedric Alexander on the fold is to, to get him a, an IC title shot. And also that helps him, uh, that helps them finally have a cruiserweight that's not that does more than just cruiserweight stuff. Yeah. 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 So all right. Well it's my woman, man. My damn tacos. Um all right, so uh so yeah, so I guess that does it for us. Appreciate the call as always, Darrell. Um oh you know what? Let's is that Mark Mark wants to chime in. I want to leave him hanging. Uh, Mark, oh, is no. that you? What's happening? Yeah, hey, Travis. Hey, Cam. How are you guys doing tonight? What's happening? You got something I'm doing all right, man. relatively quick? Yeah, rel- yeah, super quick. So, uh, I don't know if you guys already talked about it. What did you guys think of the uh, Gable-AJ match? Yeah, he let off the bat. Um, yeah. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, Gable is that good, and AJ is, of course, that good. And I, I think the thing that separates Gable, um, not only is he technically sound, but he's really, really, really strong. And mm-hmm. I don't think, um, like, at this level, strength isn't something you can teach. You know what I mean? Like, guys don't get stronger when they get to WWE. They get better uh, technique-wise and how they play to the crowd and your physique can improve. But you, you can't teach strength this late in the game, and he's really strong and, you know, um, should not be the biggest guy in the world. Like, you know, I think that the coolest thing about Kurt Angle is that Kurt Angle was somewhere between 220 and 235, 
and didn't look small in the ring across from the Rock and Triple H. You know what I mean? And so Gable's not on that level, but his strength um, does make up for what can be considered a lack of size. And whereas AJ is, you know, fast and hard striking and is so sound technically like uh, Gable's a different side of that coin where he just has like real power to, to not be the biggest guy in the world. And they just mesh really, really well. Like that's something I'll probably go back and watch again. Just uh, a huge, of, of all the good wrestling that I've seen in like the last uh, week or so, that definitely stands out as, you know, one of the top four or five matches I've watched, including the New Japan stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mark? I'd agree. I'd agree. And uh, I just got one last thing, and I don't know if you guys covered it or not. And uh, if it's too big a question, I'll just listen on VIP because uh, I know it's late. Um, you know, with the return of the free agent, um, you know, what are your top three? <laughs> what are your top three matches with uh, Cena if he's only got three matches left in him? Reigns, Strowman, Balor, just off the top. Reigns and Balor for sure. Like if I had. Yeah, because we've seen uh, him and KO, because we've seen him and Rollins, and those were really, really good. Um, I'll I'll set my criteria to be, what? We saw him fight Owens three times. Travis, I'm agreeing with you. You don't have to refute it. Um, Let let me finish. Uh, I'm saying because we've seen him and Rollins have, have really good matches, because we've seen him and KO, I'll set my criteria to exclude those. Um, and I think I'm right there with Travis. Um, maybe not so much Balor. Balor might be the only one that I'm like, I don't, I don't necessarily know. But uh, Reigns, yes. Uh, Strowman, hell yes. Because, you know, it's still a feat when Cena, AA is a guy he's not supposed to be able to. Um, and, you know, I'll say um, if not Balor, I think uh, maybe there is one more Cena-Brock match that I'd want to see. Oh, Cena Joe, uh, come on. I was about to say. I don't think yeah. I really want to see Cena Joe. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I kind of left it out on purpose. I don't think I really... Uh, as much as I like Cena, um, because uh-huh. Joe is so... I don't like Cena's punches. And, like, you know, you don't like I want to see Joe slug it out with a guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Cena's punches. I, I think Cena's great. I think Cena's all-time great. Uh, Edward, what he's done, but I don't want to see Cena's punches. And so him in a knockdown, like, drag-out slugfest with a guy, which is what some of that Joe match will be, yeah, I'm good on that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think um, I, I agree with Travis's, like, the three he said, and I'd also put Brock in there somewhere, too, because I think they could still do a thing. Uh, but, yeah, I think uh, definitely my top two are uh, – my top one is Reigns. I think unequivocally it's Reigns. Um and probably I think that's where they're going Roman. And then, yeah. You think that's Mania, Travis? I think so. I, I think that's why they're potentially going to Brock Roman at, Storm, at SummerSlam. Uh, yeah. I don't <laughs> like that match. Excited, but, Mark. No, I don't like that match because uh, what I, I want to see, uh, I want to see another Joe and Brock. 
at SummerSlam. You ain't even I seen want. the first one. <laughs> I know. I'm not hyped about it. I, I want them to do right. some fucked up finish, double DQ or something. Yeah. Uh, where, where you imagine if they... Where... <laughs> Can you imagine if they... I, this, it would be it would it's just, it would be so cartoony and hokey, but they both got each other in like some kind of like uh, uh, ankle move, so they're like you know scissoring in a sense, <laughs> and they both pass out, <laughs> or they both their shoulders get counted down. I mean something just like where it just keeps them both like where we're just like we don't we don't know who's the best. Like, that match yeah. was not sad. Like, the match is satisfying. They beat the crap out of each other. But the finish is a genuine tie that makes both guys look strong. Yeah. And then finish it at SummerSlam. That's what I want to see. And then and that means you got to do Reigns. Then you got to do Reigns Brock, you know, before, maybe at the Rumble or before the Rumble. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting to see where they go. I mean, because we thought certain things were kind of etched in. Even SummerSlam, we were like, oh, it's going to be. I guess the Strowman injury sort of kind of sort of threw, threw a wrench in. Excuse me, a wrench in the, into the plans. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see who wins at Great Balls to, to set up the type, the U.S., the Universal title match. Uh, assuming Brock retains. Do we not so. want to see uh do we not want to see Cena Nakamura? That that doesn't get us going? That that does no. I'm probably how you feel about Joe Cena, like I don't want to see I don't think that even though Cena's proven time and time again, like when you go, ah, he can't have a good match with so and so and he does. Like, I whew, I see I don't I don't see that working. Uh, based on what I saw on SmackDown, down. what I saw on mm-hmm. SmackDown, I'm more excited about uh, Nakamura and Corbin. Nakamura just, you know, elbowing him right in the face. I, I'm, re- I'm ready for that match. I think I, I'm yeah. hoping that'll be good. Yeah, they've done a decent job since the the latter match. Was it? No, 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 no. It was before. It was going into Money in the Bank and. Yeah, Nakamura beats Dolph on TV in that, that really good 15, 16-minute match. And then as he's posing, Corbin, who was on commentary. Uh, and wasn't that the night he uh, he, 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 he jumped uh, Sammy backstage and took his commentary spot? So, And then he jumped uh, Nakamura when he, Nakamura was posing after his win. So they've done a good job of, uh, of keeping that uh, – <laughs> Lince Dorado's got to go around the workers and <laughs> damn. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. No Shinsuke. No. No Cena. I'm, I'm, I don't need. Yeah. Agreed. Cool, Mark. Anything else before we get out of here? No, that's it. Thank you for taking my call. You guys have a good week. Yeah, man. Talk to you. All right, man. Take care. All right. So that uh, that does it for us here. Another week on Blog Talk Radio in the books. 
any parting words, Cammy? Any last, uh, last No, words? that's it. Um, it's about all I got. I'm sure uh, you and I are going to get I'm together sometime I'm later this week. Um, yeah, no. Um, I don't have a plug because we need new stuff. And so my plug will come when I put some more stuff up. Uh, cause well, I mean, generic. Go to tpublic.com, search Seahawk, and buy some shit. There you go. There's the plug. You can't put new shit so, up yeah, every day. Um, yeah, so look at us. Um, look, look for us later in the week talking from uh, some preacher on the uh, South Congress podcast fan by fan show. Um, yeah. But yeah. I watched the first 20 know. minutes. Not even. Yeah. I watched up to the sequence, up to the Eugene sequence. And then was that? That wasn't Kathy Bates. Someone, it was a familiar face, no. was this. Security guard or somebody came and let him was like, you know, no, had that, was, uh, that was uh, that was Miss Ho from uh, uh, next Friday. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, not a pocket. Um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll have what episode two and three. We'll try to get that done yeah. tomorrow. Yes, right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, that will uh, that will, that will happen. Eugene, oh my God! Wait, I just say this: Eugene trying to put the the her her brain and skull fragments back into her head, like oh, we just need to put this stuff back in there. <laughs> no, so my, I heart, swear, man. I, look, this that had to be. You ever you've seen Akira, of course, right? Like who hasn't? Yeah. Right, a million times too. Remember when he's having he's he's tripping and he falls on his hands and knees and his and his guts come spilling out and his first instinct is to yeah. try to scoop him back in. Try to put him back together. <laughs> yep. I'm like whoever came up with that put her brains and skull for pieces back in probably was mm-hmm. was uh, you play back to that. Yeah. Definitely signaling the bell or, or paying tribute to that, that Akira scene 30 damn years ago. Whew. <laughs> so that's as far as I've gotten. Uh, but God damn, what a what a start to that episode. So, And I was like, yeah. you know what? Cause I was looked up. I didn't have enough time. I knew it was like 20 minutes to go into the show. So I was like, I'm going to get 30, 40 minutes into this. And because of how it is on Sling TV – there's no fast forward or rewind, so I had to stop it and then rewatch the whole, you know, just to watch the last 20 minutes. So I was like, I'll just mm-hmm. watch the whole thing when I got some time. So that's a little, little inconvenient, which is maybe why I'm going to look into switching to, to the View, PlayStation View. Um, mm. If I get a PlayStation 4 any time before the year's over, slim chance, but I, I might, I might do it then. So, a sling, twenty-seven bucks a month with taxes. That's, you know, all my devices. It's tough to beat that. So, we'll see what view got. But Darrell, I think, swears by it. Um. So yeah. So all right. That's that's it from us, uh, free folks. That's it. Uh, you VIP, VIP uh, subscribers, click over. Me and Rich will have done something. I hope. I mean, she's supposed to be coming here. Tight squeeze. Maybe literally. Hopefully literally. 
All right, everybody, on that sexy note, we out of here.